Hey, yo, whoa, whoa. Am I here? Are we here? Is this a real thing right now? Is this a real transmission? Hold on. I think I'm talking to Snake. He said, yo, he's on to you. I was about to say, switch, switch your disc, Snake. Like, what? Huh? Uh, anyways, welcome back to the No Cool Down Podcast, man. Episode 77 has been a little bit, ladies and gentlemen, but we are here. I'm, I am, uh, the, <laughs> I'm the always tired that man trip at this point. I, like, this stuff is going on, but we're finally back. I got some energy today, damn it. I got some energy today because it's a very good episode. It's a, I returned episode after a little bit of time off because the, 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 the weeks have been very, very strenuous, busy between life and all these games, trying to smack us upside the head and uh, destroy our wallet stuff has been going on but we got to break down some stuff we're finally back in the groove and of course i got my podcast partner in crime with me when he's in the building what's happening when i'm chilling chilling man you know just enjoying some good uh league of legends uh it is world season so i will be acting on that for a bit i hear you i hear you man it definitely i told him he, he's got lee's got a grip on his soul and uh you know it's uh might not be the good kind depending on who you ask it might not be the good kind uh it's wild it's wild man and yeah because some time conflicts king ain't with us this episode but he'll be back soon but we got a very special guest in the building finally finally We've actually locked down a date. I feel like we've said this for like a year plus. Like, hey, it's let's get it in. Let's get, let's get it in. We finally got to get it up. And then we're just, I, 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 I blame me. That's my fault for not properly coordinating shit. But listen, it, it, let's cut all that out the way, man. The, the 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 video essay extraordinaire gaming extraordinaire uh i apologize that you support you know what i'm saying the, the, the falcons and all them but it's okay you know what i'm Ooh. saying i it, it's okay i needed that i needed that <laughs> i needed but that the one the only nick tanner's in the building man finally what's happening bro that is a that is a hell of an introduction, man. Thank you so much. First off, I want to say thank you guys for having me on the No Cool Down podcast. Like you said, I've been wanting to get on this thing for a grip, man. I think Trip has very good insights. I think Wen's a hater, but I'm just here <laughs> to like I'm just here to talk video games and hang out with my boys, man. I'm excited to be here, man. Let's uh talk some talk some games. We got a lot of stuff to talk about, man. It's going to be a good episode for you guys, man. I'm excited. I'm just excited to be here, man. All around, all around. Honey, honey, man. I'm, I'm excited, man. If y'all excited out there for whatever reason, whether it be Nick being on the pod, us being back, or you just want to feel excitable about something, make sure you turn that excitement into energy and turn that energy into hitting the five stars on this podcast, rating us on your audio podcast platforms, the Apples, the Apple Podcasts, Spotify for Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, which is getting uh, absorbed into YouTube music. So go to YouTube Music and rate us there. Again, all over the place, Pocket Cast, iHeartRadio, all that good stuff. We're available everywhere. Again, on YouTube as well, No Cool Down Podcast, or just No Cool Down YouTube, No Cool Down Pod on Twitter, No Cool Down Podcast on TikTok and Instagram. And you know what I'm saying? Check us out. Show us some love. We got clips coming back. We got shorts coming back, segments, all that good stuff, so you don't want to miss it. Now, without further ado, we got some stories to catch up on. You know what I'm saying? Good little bit, good little chunks as you've been out. But uh, we can get right to it. Uh, y'all ready? Let's get into it, man. I'm excited. Again, I am excited. <laughs> Born ready. All right, let's get to it, man. Let's let's start off a light. We can get get into the groove of things. So this was a bit of an older story from like probably like a, like a week or two ago. But 
it seems like the bubbles finally popped on nfts as there was like a, a, a report that went out that stated like uh, across the entire market of nfts 95 percent of it is absolutely worthless and about 25 million people are sitting on dead assets across you know the entire blockchain or whatever you want to call it but NFTs and sitting ducks, sitting ducks in the water. That looks like that time has came and went, which is insane to think about because it was like all the rage at this time last year and before. Uh, you know, I feel like it was a long time coming. Uh, we'll, we'll go to our guest first, man. Nick, I just how do you feel about this news of, you know, what, what seems like an impossibility? How could NFTs be worthless? I, I'm just as shocked as you are. Actually, not really, because I, I just feel like <laughs> NFTs, like we kind of knew from the gear, the grip, like this is something that wasn't gonna last long in the industry. I mean, the hype was definitely there. You know, everybody had those like. Um, I've seen a few different types of NFTs. I remember one time seeing like an Ozzy Osbourne one with a bat. Um, you see like the traditional like monkey ones with the different designs on it. Um, but I never really understood the worth of them. And I guess now people are just kind of over it. But it was like a tradition where they were even trying to put it in video games and it just wasn't working whatsoever. Um, I'm kind of praying on the downfall, though, because uh, the NFT stands were definitely in the Twitter DMs just trying to get me to invest <laughs> in all this stuff. And it's like... Whoa, whoa, whoa! We need to, we need to back it up, man. I'm, like I said, not really shocked. And um, hey, it is what it is, though. Uh. It doesn't really affect me. I don't, I don't think I'll. I, did, have, did you ever think about buying any NFTs at all? Like, I, anything? Absolutely fucking not. I, no. I. I'm not going to lie. By the time this stuff started really buttoning up, I ain't really have enough money to be talking about, you know what I'm saying, anything non-fungible. I needed some, like, like some shit in my fridge. I wasn't thinking about yeah. non-fungible. So I did, I yeah, did. there was it no wasn't, reason I was investing in a picture of yeah. PNG. Like, you know what I'm kidding? You know what I'm saying? Uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't lining up like that. It, and it's just, it's just funny because... I, I, it's just like the the amount of rage and like a the the faux gold rush that was associated with this this whole thing was it was just wild because people were like yo gotta get this this is the future everybody trying to get on it blah 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 and I'm like in in some regards there were there were uh, the only upside that I can really think of from that is like artists who get like artwork stolen can actually have like again a better footprint to hold their yes. shit. That's like the only thing I would think was like a positive like concept that could like morph into something and be you know again positively spun to have some have or some more artist protection from uh, motherfuckers who post stuff online or have their own art collections because niggas do be stealing art. I ain't gonna lie on on Twitter alone over the past month I've seen people like have threads they were like oh post yourself and post your art and several niggas have stolen art from people directly and I was like yo what is going on? This is crazy. That's that's, that's yeah. egregious. But I'm I'm. I, outside of that, what the fuck are these shits for? What are they? What are they? I can I can I can go buy a, a painting and sit it on my wall. I'm not gonna turn on my computer, you know what I'm saying? Open a file with my NFT and put it in the top left corner while I go do my work for the day and go go play Minesweeper or some shit. It, it, wow, it, there's just not really any actual value outside of protecting an artist through whatever blockchain methods, blah blah blah. And again, people try to exploit it, and it just it just turned out to be mad fucking lame. It, it, like dog, yeah. like cut that shit off. Shout out to Dr. Disrespect. <laughs> he wanted that shit so bad. No lies, bro. No lies. Listen, man, that, that shit is ridiculous. But moving on, you know what I'm saying? We'll, we'll leave the dead to be dead. Moving on to something that's very alive. 
Fortnite, man. Fortnite. Not only Fortnite, the plans that they got next. On top of all the Halloween spooky stuff that was going on, they got uh, was like Jack Skellington. They got they got Michael Myers with doing a Halloween thing on piano. They doing a bunch of stuff lately. They had some shady people looking to, looking deep into the files. The you know what I'm saying the the the, the data digs, the data dumps, and all that stuff like that uh, for the plans that may come next. And we've got some indication that the original. Fortnite map from chapter one will be coming back for chapter four season five along with all the old guns and 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 the stuff that you had the equipment that were associated with that og version so uh again it, it, we talk about Fortnite damn near every week usually it's for the cosmetics but what this is you know bringing back the og with zero build i got some thoughts in my head but i, I when we can go to you bro how do you feel about the og map coming back for Fortnite? You're talking about like the OG map, like from like the first, the first, very first, first one, the very first one. Oh, the old um, Tilted Towers, the old, you know, what I'm saying Moisty Meyer, the very OG one. What was it? What was it called? Dusty Depot. Yes, was that the spot? Yeah. Dusty. Yes, Dusty Depot was the spot. <laughs> hey, memories. I I think it'll be cool for nostalgia, but I'm not gonna lie. I feel like those maps is gonna be kind of barren. All like, right. I guess it you. doesn't. Like if it doesn't, the building is what made that game really, really important. And back then you could build like for us and zero build like enjoyers, it's going to be tough because I want to play it, but I know that there's going to be a lot of open land and I'm just going to be getting sniped, but it'll, it'll be cool for nostalgia. Like I'll definitely be dropping a Tilted Towers. I think that's going to be super fun, but I hope it's something that, ah, uh, they might not let you switch between the maps, but I would like to be able to switch between the maps because I love the rails, I love the cars. Maybe if they add, like, the cars and the rails, like, it's an augmented version of the original map, it'd be cool, but... Yeah, and um, and, and, and I think I think that's what it might be, though. Uh, knowing knowing Epic, I don't, I don't think they're going to leave it, leave it, like, they're not going to let it lie, you know what I'm saying, like, completely, like, OG, because I feel like that might be reductive to what they've already built with and some of the the running vaulting the vehicle you know the vehicle traversal and stuff like that so i feel like they'll it'll, it'll mostly be the it was like 80 percent og 80 percent og but then they'll probably have a couple of things on top like the little wind trails or you know a couple of things to traverse a little bit easier but I, I, at least for me the biggest thing is like the old equipment set I, if we give everybody the old weapons i'm that's the most fun part yeah, to me fun. give us the old bounce pad remote explosives you know what i'm saying the rpg and just just, just chill you know what i'm saying that'll take me right back again i was I, I, I don't even remember where i was when it first came out but all i remember was i was there for like <laughs> i was i was pulling like six hour shifts with my brother trying to get a dub and all that like it that's that's real and it's crazy that fortnite has nostalgia power now you know what i'm saying that's mm-hmm. wild how long it's been how fortnite has survived from almost dying you know what i'm saying to completely killing another franchise from epic sorry i'm, I'm sorry you know who paragon. If you, yeah paragon yeah. if you if you know you know uh I was going to say predecessor, but that's the one that's still alive. Uh, but they going from, you know what I'm saying, barely surviving to killing another franchise to being one of the biggest names in the world in gaming. And it's just like, it's wild to see that progression. But hey, man, bring on the OG map. Bring it on. I'm with it. Right. Yeah, if you think about it, Fortnite came out like what? I think we had, the hype was around maybe like 2017, 2018, yeah. mm-hmm. maybe even a little bit sooner. Um, that was the time where it was like get off of work, get on and grind. Um, and everybody was taking Snapchat pictures of their, uh, their yep. victory yep. royals and yep. stuff. Yep. Uh, I, but, I got mine yeah, still saved. I got, I got mine still saved. Yeah. Yes, sir. Like I just remember years the, ago today. The, <laughs> the nights me and my friends would just come over and they, we would just take turns, pass the controller back and forth, just 
loading up the game back and forth and my friend won a victory royale we were just screaming running through the house but that was just like the stuff we were on that was the excitement and the energy of getting a victory royale now you're just like you kind of clap it up you're like hey let's go man yeah. um, but back in the day it was a little it was a flex but um i'm kind of like an old head kind of seeing this stuff like i kind of said the same thing with the modern warfare 3 they're kind of bringing back the old maps mm -hmm. like yeah i think it's kind of cool when they bring back the old stuff but i i want to see what Fortnite could do with like adding in new stuff and letting people adapt but I feel like they've kind of outdid their stuff I, uh, I think Fortnite's still a very popular game so I don't think they really have anything to prove by like making new maps and new areas because they do it so frequently so bringing back the old joints super cool uh, I'm kind of curious to see like you said are they gonna bring back old weapons or are we just gonna have to adapt with the new items that they have in there and the big open world that it was and uh fortnite's always cool to see like cosmetic wise like during halloween because they they always have the best skins like i do not mm -hmm. care like yeah. it, it was it was easy back in the day to just drop a ten dollar bill on a skin like it was just it was nuts <laughs> like i was buying so many so many fortnite skins I was a, I was a, I was a Joe Schmo for like the longest time. I did not want to buy. I was, I was, I was trying to stand on business for the longest. I was like, I'm not buying no skin for Fortnite, no skin. And then I seen they, they dropped the Naruto's and the Spider Man's. I'm like, all right, bro, y'all got me. Let me, let me. Uh, start. You're, a, you're. A, that's, that, those are the, those are the newer skins though. We're I talking know. Back, like in the day. I we know. Were, I yes, no. During that time, I wasn't buying none. I didn't even, hey. I didn't even, I didn't even like level up and try to look for the John Wick joints. Like I wasn't doing none of that. I wasn't leveling up. I, I wouldn't, I didn't care. I was like, yo, listen, I'm, as long as I'm playing the game, I'm cool. I'm. I'm I was like Julius from Everybody Hates Chris, bro. I was really standing on my money. I was standing on my cheapness. <laughs> oh, my God, man. I just remember that it was uh, me, my wife, and I think my uh, my friend Christian. And uh, the Raven skin. It was like the purple Raven skin. Oh, yeah, we were yeah, like, yeah. that's the first skin we buying. And we all spent the $20 bill, and we got the little bundle. And we thought we were so sweet. We, <laughs> we felt so tough. We felt so tough running into lobbies just to get a uh, build on and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, you know. Crank, cranking nineties on your head top. Yeah, Dude. like you know, the G Fuel kids, man, mm -hmm. the G Fuel kids. Damn, damn builders. That's why I'll never go back to that godforsaken game mode. Yeah. The fucking that. build. Anyways, we can move on to the next one though. Uh, the, so the Don't Nod team, uh, basically the people who are making uh, Banisher's Ghost of New Eden, they've decided to delay that game out of this fall and into February 2024, citing an intense AAA release cycle over the holidays this year. So I, I, I think this is one of the first times where it's been explicitly said that a company delays a game due to like there's heavy game congestion around the fall. Like, bro, we're not sitting in there. So I wanted to bring this back uh, uh, to, to, to Nick. How do you feel about them just straight up saying, yo, there's too many games going on and y'all got some crazy shit. We're just going to move. We're just going to so slide. Smart so smart like i mean mm -hmm. 2023 has just been so freaking packed man you're not gonna compete with the tears of the kingdom and like even at that fact starfield even though the reviews and people taking it is just not that great but you have like even forza dropping like you have like I, to, to some people you may not be like that's even like the super for stack titles but like that's just me saying moderate titles that may rank better than banishers in general i think banishers is a cool idea the story looks cool the combat it could be a little iffy but like hey i say push it back kind of touch up everything you can make it a little bit more interesting because this year is just stacked like i think it's just kind of in the bag with like the top six nominees you got like Baldur's gate tears of the kingdom starfield i mean hell even like street fighter and mortal Kombat, mm -hmm. like they could be they could be up there for like game of the year um this year is just way too packed and with 
um, some of the games that came out this year too, like I think like Assassin's Creed just came out. Assassin's Creed is even kind of just looking like it was good, but if it dropped in 2024, it might have been better just mm-hmm. because everything that's coming out this year is just so overwhelming that everything else just looks kind of crap. Mm-hmm. No, so, I hear, I hear. When, I'm when? down. I'm down with the honesty though. I'm down with the honesty, Facts. bro. Just yeah, be no, I, I agree with that 1,000. percent Like I, I would much rather just like just tell us straight up like hey um we're gonna delay or we're gonna i would love for them to push shit forward instead of delaying because i think that that would be smarter at times but i think it's also just like it's a nasty business right now because you can't as a small company or even a smallish company even like a, a, a double a uh company like you can't really just sit there and be like hey uh grand theft auto when are you dropping we just kind of want to avoid all of that like you came in the ass and they're not going to tell you and like if they decide yo we're doing a surprise drop today like like Mortal Kombat got announced and dropped in the same year yep. you can't mm-hmm. compete with that on September like you can't do no. anything about that so it's really tough for certain companies to really make a move and honestly like you really only have two options when you're kind of put in that position you can either delay it and come out in a year that you're able to and be like yo I'm I'm going to just come out this time around I'm going to just come out on this in this like cycle and that way I have less competition or you can go on Game Pass and just make your game essentially free. Yeah. But not everybody wants to do that because they think that, hey, my game doesn't need to be on Game Pass. I think it's really good. I just know I can't beat Spider-Man. So I just want to push it back just a little bit. Yeah. If, uh, you know, another another game company out there has some foresight for a game called Titanfall 2, we maybe see maybe would have seen a third, you know, and just just some just some. Just, just some thoughts, just some random shower thoughts. But this, this is, this is the good of this, and this is the bad of this for me. The good of this is, I'm, I'm so glad. Again, there's, there's transparency fully, where it's like, yo, listen, I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. Do y'all see October? The company's not even playing with y'all. Like, do y'all see what October looks like? Am, am I a joke? Am I a joke to you? Move. We're moving out of there. Like, clear, clear out. I'm just gonna, again, get rid. Don't worry about it. Move on. The problem here is, they moved to uh, February 13th. Now. I'm not no rocket scientist, but so far, that's probably still a. It's not as bad as October, but it's not a great month either because Homeworld 3 comes out, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League comes out. But again, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League not going to be. I don't know what it's going to be like, but it's still, a, a, you know what I'm saying? A, a WB title. People still might was, be looking out for it. I was going to say, like, let's don't take, worry. Let's take hold it. On. Easy. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It's just a congestion. Let me get through the point. It's just a congestion. Let me get through it. Hold on. So, so hold on. It's Homeworld 3. It's uh, Suicide Squad Killer Justice League. Persona 3 Reload comes out on the 2nd. Helldivers 2 comes out on the 8th. Uh, Tomb Raider Remastered. Uh, Mario, Mario vs. Donkey Kong. Night, Nightingale, which is the other one, smaller one. Might not be as crazy Clash, but still it's there. And Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth comes out at the end of that month. So it's like, you you jumped in, you know what I'm saying? You jumped out of this, the, out of this like snake pit to almost jump into a bear trap. You know what I mean? It's like, or whichever one's less dangerous. I don't know whichever one you want to, you know, prioritize or, or itemize, but it's just like, damn, you jumped into like another month. They couldn't put you in March. Like March is like nowhere near as much. They could have just put you at the top of March and life would have been easier. But I, I, don't, I don't know what the, what the, what the thought was there to jump out of a, a hectic month to go to the only known hectic month in 2024. That's a little bit tough. I think the issue is just like if they push it back too far, uh, their game will be the little hype. And it's not I don't want to like make I don't want to sound like a dick. Mm. There's not a lot of hype for the game as of right now. We know we know of it. But like if they push it back too far, it's going to become irrelevant and it's going to spend more money on marketing because now their marketing budget that was supposed to be up until like this time around. Right. 
now needs to be used later towards february january to remind people like hey this game is coming out so remember to, to tap in with us right. like now that money is like being spread apart and if you move it back too far mm -hmm. you're not gonna have enough money to keep yourself relevant for that long you know what i'm saying yeah so nah, like it I sucks maybe they just realize like we can't push it back further than february because we need to make a deadline for all we know they were lucky enough to even be able to push it out at all mm -hmm. Yeah, no, nah, I hear you. I hear you. It's it's just it's the cat twenty two. You know what I'm saying? It's trying to still be feasible in like in a and and I feel like there's like the behavioral sense of like okay, when are when are people gonna buy games? Because like I feel like for kids and like younger people, March is like spring break time and like maybe a break time for people where they may be going somewhere. So that could play a decision as like what behavioral things they're looking into for a release date. So you know we we never know. So hopefully yeah. they have a good launch. You know what I'm saying? I'm hoping the best for them. You know what I'm saying? Will I be picking up in February? I don't know. Uh, that's, that's the thing is like I think the game looks very good, but like I don't think people are losing a lot of sleep if it does get pushed back. And that's not an insult to the game, but yeah. I feel like there's just so Bro, much stuff that's coming out, man. Like summer just a, like game drops. I'm advocating yeah. for it. I'm putting up the picket fence. And, come and, on, man! Just drop a game in the summer, Shima, damn it! Remember, remember exactly. That game? Remember, remember that how game this game is casually like, swept up and became one of the yo. best games of this generation. Just by launching in the summer, it's no crazy to think. No comp at all. Like, oh my goodness, y'all need to, y'all need to figure it out, bro. You need to follow somebody lead. That's all I'm Very saying. It, it's ridiculous. But, ugh, anyways, uh, we can we can slide into this next cool story here really quickly. Uh, this week we got the reveal of the new PS5 model that launched in November. It has a detachable disc drive option in, in addition to the digital one. It has about 30% smaller frame, and you know it's about 30% smaller than than the OG one. And now the OG is going to be discontinued. So again, same same price points. I'm pretty sure. Uh, how we how we feel about the new, the new design? I'll throw it to Nick. Um, I don't really it's not like I really have a problem with it uh, I just think everything that they're doing with it like the attachments and stuff like that really doesn't add up to me Um, but like I am a physical like I'm a physical game uh, Condensor man. I like buying my games. I like having physical copies versus digital unless it comes out on game pass But whatever I was blessed to get my PlayStation uh, pretty early in its uh, when it got released uh, so I don't have to worry about that. But for people that are buying a PS5 like now, um, if you want it, it's there. But like, I wouldn't trade in my old PS5 to get something like this. Nope. Um, I just don't see like it's it's. It, you said it's the same price, or yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the same price cool. point. And you know the you know the craziest thing is, it just made me realize how much blood, sweat, and tears I put into getting this thing. Got this yeah. damn PS5. I was up at like 5 a.m putting in shifts on the target website putting in mm. shifts on the walmart website they're trying to order this damn thing what right. nah son i'm like i'm like man y'all must be high bro the, I, the only the only thing is with this man i just hope they make it a lot more easier to get versus like if they could use this to push out more ps5s to make them easier to oh, like 100 yeah, like i think on the black fridays and stuff i like, think they will get some yeah like that's all that's all it is to me man but uh I mean, I don't can't be me because I got my PS5. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I hear can't it. be me. Yeah, I I got mine. I bought it with a bundle with Horizon. Still haven't beat either of those games. Mm -hmm. Definitely. You don't play games, bro. You don't play I, games. I, I play games I like to play. I play a variety of different bands mm -hmm. uh, of my choosing. Thank you very bro, much. Bro, he said top shelf only. Top shelf only. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> But the yeah, Switch no, added I'm, more work than the PS5 recently, bro. We it see actually does. That's not, even, that's not even a lie. That's actually a, <laughs> that's actually a fact. Uh, and that's 
Sony, step your game up. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet, I'm that playing this. Who's, who's, yeah, who's, that, who's that an indictment on? I, I'll let you decide. Like, you know what I'm saying? But no, yeah. I like I like that it's I like the slip model. It looks sick. Hmm. Yeah, no, honestly, honestly. Um, real quick, before we get to this next one, I know we had this little ad hoc talk before we went on. I definitely wanted to throw it in. See, I haven't played it. I, I'm probably going to get to it, but it's like my backlog. But we had some conversation around Lies of P. You know what I'm saying? That's been out for a, a couple of weeks now. And, you know, there's been some talk around it, around the Soulsborne genre in general, whether people are, you know, fully tired of it or not. Again, Lords of the Fallen came out today as well. Uh, I just want to throw it to y'all. Again, I, I went, I don't know if you touched it or you haven't. You're just like, man, fuck that. Or... No, nah, I'm not playing that shit. Oh. <laughs> uh, there's, there's like very little chance that I even download the game. Uh, as far as getting past the tutorial, like very much, very much unlikely. It's nothing to do with Liza P itself. I'm sure the game is great. Um, Nick will talk about it. He's a big fan of it, I suppose. Uh, me, personally, I, I don't have the time to play that shit. <laughs> like, I've played so many... I need to beat Elden Ring. I'm tired of these Souls-like games. If, you, if it would have been anything different, I'd have been like, yo, sick. I'm definitely going to tap in. Let me get... I want parts. But it's another Souls-like. I've already played enough of those games. I'm... I'm happy with dodging with iframes. Like, I'm good. No, thank you. Yeah, not here. But yeah, on the opposite side of the spectrum, we have Nick Tana, who seems All to right. be feel more feel well about it. Here's a more reliable source on the live. It's crazy. Right? <laughs> listen, listen up, everybody. Turn up, turn up your volumes on your phones real quick. So Liza P is actually a very fun game. So like the first impressions I had of the game, the demo came out. I think maybe like three or four months before it actually got released and they let you play two hours within the game and I thought it was really fun. Um, it's basically the closest you can get to Bloodborne without it being Bloodborne. Um, it has to do with a lot of puppets and a lot of these like animatronic type enemies, but I think the game just feels really good. Um, for like being a Soulsborne, it feels very good. I definitely like the combat and the cosmetics being completely just cosmetic you don't have to worry about stats with co like or like stats when it comes to like putting on a, a helmet you like or like an outfit that you like you're kind of feeling and the amount of different weapons and blade um blade and handle attachments you have is just super fun i've been playing like six seven hours of it and i've just been completely enjoying it i think that sometimes this game could like be better than bloodborne like i'm liking it that much that is a like that's a really hot take uh but i think just like the story in general and just the way that it looks and how it's running on my uh on my xbox series uh s too which i re i rarely play games on my series s uh, unless it is a game pass game but it does look very good and runs very good uh for the amount of frames that you're gonna need to uh run the game but uh i definitely think that liza p should be a game you guys should pick up especially if you guys got game pass like you're just taking the risk of downloading it at that point. But what if it, what if it messes up my hard drive? Can we get a, can we get a serious question? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's all right. worth the risk. Fair. It's worth the risk. Fair play. It's, Fair it's, play. it's super good. It is super good. Um, one of the things I will highlight too before we go into the next topic, um, you know how in Elden Ring they kind of had like the intruders or those little boss fights that were bosses, but they kind of felt like they moved like how your character moved oh yeah like yeah yeah, yeah, they, yeah it is. so they have a lot of fights like this in this game and i i really do love those fights those are like some of my favorite fights to actually have uh just because they they just feel nice to have i guess mm. it sounds weird but like i just really like having those uh fights in the game and 
It's nice. It's nice. Uh, play Liza P, and uh, I'll cash in the check later. Um, you yeah. Know, yeah. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the top tier shilling we've heard today. You know what I mean? Like this is this is this is unreal shilling. Unreal. <laughs> <laughs> Praise, I'm praising Liza P, man. It should be um, up for uh, game of the year for sure. Wow. That's that's. I think so. That like if it, it's not gonna win, but I think it like it cracks like the nominees. I think it cracks the nominees. We'll we'll revisit that. Towards the end of the show, <laughs> I'm gonna remind me about this this conversation track specifically at the end of the Man, show. Oh, I didn't I didn't know no cooldown keeps receipts. Maybe maybe this, I should take that. No, 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 no. I'm just I'm just I'm just saying. Just remind me. Just remind me. We're gonna. That's, okay. I just want to revisit. That's all. That's all. Nothing, nothing crazy. You ain't on trial. All right. The tea will be hot. <laughs> oh man! But speaking of game of the year contenders and caliber games, bro, we got another trailer for Pow World from Tokyo Game Show 2023 last month, and I think they have down- outdone themselves, y'all. They- they're showing off everything from character creation to multiplayer to weapon play to more the base building, all the other game elements, the flying, the again the different powers you're gonna have, the different missions, all this stuff. Power World's looking crazy. If they don't get the cease and desist, it's, it's looking good. It's looking good, bruv. So, listen, Wayne, walk me through it, man. How you feel? This game looks nuts. It actually looks really, really dope. I saw it, and when I first saw it, I'm like, bro, this has to be fake. There's no way this game right here is real. And I'm happy to report that it looks like I am wrong. Uh, I'm very happy to be wrong in this in, in this sense. This game looks dope. It looks exactly like what it, the first trailer I saw of it, and I'm really happy that it does. The combat looks fun. Like, like I mean, just any, it's a third person shoot. Like, it's going to be mm-hmm. fine as long as you got, like, something cool to shoot at. And you're, like, you're fighting other mods. Like, I, I shouldn't say mods. I, let's yeah. not do that. Pals. Get them shut down. Pals. We, we're, okay. I'm, shooting, I'm shooting other pals. Like, it looks pretty dope, man. I genuinely cannot wait for this game. I'm a fan of, like, Stardew Valley. I'm a fan of, like, Fortnite. There's so many games that I like to play. This looks like a merger between so many different uh, franchises. I am a big fan of Pokemon, but in recent years, I've literally been pretty bored with the genre. Um, and there have been games that have done the Pokemon genre in a pretty cool light, like Cassette Beast or uh, Moons- Moonstone Island is a game that I'm playing right now that's like Pokemon mm. and Stardew had a baby. Yeah, Temtem had had a sauce for a little bit. Temtem, there's another one like Monster Sanctuary. There's a lot of really good Pokemon-like games. Dragon Quest Treasures. Yeah, no, it was really... Oh, Dragon Quest Treasures is actually another banger. And it's just like the reason that these games are cool isn't because they're just another Pokemon clone. It's because they take the same thing that you do in Pokemon and you do something different with it. Monster Hunter Stories, another really good one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that this is another iteration of like, we're taking something that you loved as a kid and adding elements to it that we know uh, the people who own the IP will never do. Like, they're, mm-hmm. we're not, you're not going to get fucking people shooting at Pikachu. You're never going to get that. You're not going to mm-hmm. get certain aspects. They'll add a little like, oh, farming? Yeah, plant a berry and it'll grow eventually. Like, yeah, sure, cool, whatever. All right, mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> like, you're not getting like the kind of content that power looks to be showing to people like they're they're really out here trying to trying to show you like yo we're doing something hella different on this side mm-hmm. Happy. yeah yeah hella different indeed i'm watching this clip of these little green monsters uh manufacturing guns sweatshops confirmed baby sweatshops confirmed let's go like that's that's hard that's hard Right, right off the rip though when I was watching the trailer it kind of reminds me of like I, I, I might be a stretch like kind of feels like Square Enixy like with the the graphics and stuff like that but I do like the uh, the whole animal mon thing um, I don't know how I feel about them getting shot uh, mm-hmm. that's just me personally I but feel great it, 
I think you can beat the game. As long as I'm doing the shit. This is groundbreaking. This is what the people need, right? Like, um, I've been a fan of this game when I saw it when it first released. Um, I'm kind of like it looks like the story is going to be really in depth. There's a really a lot going on, but hopefully this trailer just isn't the highlight and that the game kind of runs like crap. Uh, but like, other than that, I think the mons look really there. We go again saying mons the pals. The pals look really cool. And um, I just I just want to see uh, what the gameplay is like. It looks like it has everything from customized character or character customization and uh, multiplayer and stuff. So bro yeah, I'm, I'm ready to rock and roll like if you guys are trying to fly in co-op power world co-op power world sounds I, I fucking lovely and lovely co-op sweatshops bro co-op sweatshops the joint merger we're gonna get so much joint done with so little money let's go this this is the gaming i've been waiting on my whole life if if you don't if you don't facts, if you ain't want to own sweatshops that are running that are run by pseudo pokemon you ain't been living you ain't been living. <laughs> I just want to let you know that right now. But now, seriously, though, I ain't gonna lie. Again, off the rip, when I first when I first saw this game, I was like, "Yo, they're gonna get absolutely destroyed by the Pokemon Company. They're gonna get fucked up. This is not good." But it looks fantastic. And now that we're closer to the game, and it's getting shown off at Tokyo Game Show, and they've, it's had enough differentiable, you know, what I'm saying characteristics to where they can stand on their own too and not get seasoned assisted by Pokemon. I can fully say this is one of the games I'm most excited for for next year, like 100. No, sure. Like, like I know flat how you out. Catch them. I want to like, know how you catch them because you just I, I think they do have like yeah. In, in the no, in the clips, they do have like a like a, a pal ball or something like that. You know what I'm saying? We can't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They had something there. I saw like one of the like the persons or the tamers were using them and I had had it. So I'm just I'm just super super excited to get into this, bro. And I'm just wondering like how the scale is. Is it like a full like how big is the open world? You know what I'm saying? With with that. How is how are the towns and the NPCs and like the the story roughly set up? Because it seems like there is roughly a story here. So I'm yeah. I'm just I'm excited, bro. This this game is 100 like with no BS. This is one of the most exciting games I've been looking at over the past like year and change. Like dead ass, it's been up there with like uh, what's it called Black Myth Wukong for me. Like it's been in that oh, same ballpark. Yeah. It's been in that same listing of just like yo, 2024 is gonna be a good year. And I I think I could be wrong, but I think this is like this is coming out January if all things hold true. So all off the rip we might be getting this this might this might catch my attention early it might, it might catch the you know what I'm saying the whole world by storm very very early in the year I'm with it I'm with Banish it man they're gonna have to they're gonna have to push their game back even more move it, move it to next February <laughs> managers move, move it to next move it to next February this came out 2025 is our year <laughs> yeah they haven't announced a date and that's really what's like kind of annoying it's like no. I, I want to play this tomorrow like I we've play this heard right about now. this game for the longest it feels like we've heard about this game for like two years now i i, I might be wrong incorrect you know yeah, no no you're right it's about two. Oh, no, it's no, no, been no, a while okay they it's said been a while yeah they said january 2024 okay this is 20, january 2024 not a date exactly but they said at least give them january month. january oh that's hard that's a sick month for gaming january yeah, off, the rip. The off the rip like, hot. I love it. Oh my gosh, bro! This is this is almost disgusting. How much good stuff is gonna come out? The, the this follow through from twenty twenty three to twenty twenty four is gonna be nasty. You get, we're getting we're getting this. Man. We're getting Tekken in twenty in, in January. Like yeah, it's Tekken. a it's an insane month. It's an insane month. Uh, what's it called? Like a dragon. Uh, Infinite wealth like is coming dragon, out. End like of January. Is also damn. That's three games already that I have to buy day one. Deluxe bro. edition, collector's edition. <laughs> Dog, it's 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 looking crazy, bro. But Power World, I'm I'm over the moon for. I can't wait. I can't wait.
all right moving forward here uh with dates being announced roughly for some games it, it seems like others are starting to really really backpedal as uh word surfaced from the dev team behind x defiant that they'll be indefinitely delaying this game uh they've been citing some inconsistencies in the process that they got to fix up and you know you know get right before their preaches and roll out uh but yeah they, they're indefinitely uh, delayed how are we feeling about this i'll, I'll throw it the win uh wow didn't see this coming um yeah the call of duty clone that didn't uh capture the call of duty audience is not doing so hot i am gonna say this game was kind of okay it was cool because it was free i'm not really sad about it um i like that somebody's trying to do the call of duty thing though um shout out to them uh shout out to combat masters too that's a really good Facts. game um but it's just one of those things where it's like it's sad because it's like oh man we we still gotta deal with like Call of Duty being the only one to do to 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 have a, a chokehold on this genre, I guess. But I even really want to call it genre because it's so vague. But yeah, it's kind of sad to see, but it's not really something I. It's unexpected for me. I feel like for Ubisoft, like, and no knock to Ubisoft, I feel like for them to really want to do this kind of a genre right they have to put way more effort into it day one like day one this needs to be packed with content it needs to be good like solid smooth it needs to feel great you can't just step into this lane and expect to grow in it right because mm -hmm. the people who play this genre the people who play these multiplayer shooters they got one game that they've been playing for literally decades yep. they don't really plan on leaving because that that would mean they would have to convince every one of their friend group to leave and they're not very keen on change so uh, shout out to them for trying this. I still think they have a shot, but I think that they definitely need to make sure that if you're going to in indefinitely delay this and actually bring it back and ready to go, y'all need to sit there and come up with a solid plan and come up with solid content. Because if not, you are going to be dead in the water. Yeah, uh, I hear it, man. Uh, Nick, you get a chance to even like touch X Define a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I played X Defiant when it was in beta mode, and I was yeah. actually really excited to try it out, but I had a lot, a lot of problems trying to load into games, and it was mm -hmm. like, the server issues were pretty bad, so my experience kind of sucked with it. Um, it's trying to take what they think the Call of Duty community wants and put it in, it, in its own game. Uh, so it's that arena shooter, but they try to make it a lot more fast-paced. They try to add different, like um operators and different abilities in the game that people may have thought they wanted kind of just like a faster feeling to the game um and i think they succeeded with that and uh the call of duty community i feel like is just like a hard audience to try and please though too because they'll get super excited for a game as soon as it drops to say oh this is it this is going to change everything's going to be great and then like a few months down the road they wish that they had advanced warfare again or they wish that cold war was back so um it's kind of a hard audience to try and like pinpoint to like compete against mm -hmm. um as well uh plus i mean I don't know when they planned on releasing this game, but you have Modern Warfare 3 that's coming yeah. out in the next month. Yeah, it and, was it was uh, originally yeah. planned for October, I believe, if memory serves me right. It was sometime in October. Yeah, um, and we remember like when Titanfall 2 dropped, uh, when it tried to drop around <laughs> the Call of Duty days, what happened? And I, I think they uh, they picked the right decision to kind of push it back. Titanfall um, did not die because of Call of Duty. I'll tell you no, that. They died because yeah, of Call of Duty yeah, and yeah, Battlefield. Yeah, I feel like... 
I feel like Titanfall 2 was probably ahead of its time, though. Very. I think it was very ahead of its time. And it wasn't wasn't really appreciated until, like, A, the people that did play Titanfall 2 at first, and then you kind of get these fast-paced games, like you get the Apexes and stuff like that, but, like, the game's literally Apex plus more. Let's put the the debut of this, you know, this 10 out of 10 perfect show in between the Oscars and the Super Bowl, which happened on the same 24-hour period. You know what I'm saying? Let's just do that. Like, What was the other game? It was was Call of Duty, and then there was another game that got sampled. It was was literally Battlefield. It was literally Battlefield. Battlefield The two two biggest shooters of that year in terms of size and just, you know, the general brands. Like... Why? And the issue wasn't the issue wasn't that like Battlefield because everybody knows Battlefield one was very different from it's yeah. very different from Call of Duty and it's very different from um from, from Timefall. Time but yeah. the reason is because it's the same issue that Define has. You're trying to capture an audience of people who do not want to leave yeah. their favorite genre. I, we it's don't care happen. about anything else. And why would you get us to care about something else during the most peak time? We're not going to care about anything else. Why would you do that? Uh, it's, it's beyond me, man. But yeah, I, I, my two cents on X Defiant. This might be a theme this episode, but just drop in the summer, dog. Give us some games in the summer. I, I think it. I think it could work. I, I think, think it like, could work. Like how you're saying, like release it like a little bit later. I mean, like release it like let Modern Warfare Three run its course. You got like maybe give like me, five, give six me, months down give the me road a June, then, give me a June tenth, yeah, give me a June tenth. And then when people are ready to switch it up, they're tired of playing on Rust twenty four seven, or they're tired of playing on Terminal like every match and uh, getting sniped like three sixty quick scopes <laughs> and on someone montage. Like then, then that game X Defiant could come out. I uh, think- but I think it's cool for it to wait. I think you guys are giving uh, Call of Duty a little bit too much grace because I wouldn't even say six months. I would say three <laughs> nah, months. I would say three months. Yeah. You got, you no, I've seen, I've seen the trend, man. Like Everybody gets super excited about it, and it looks like, oh, Call of Duty's going back to its old roots, and that's cool and all, but like people think they want that, and then they're going to be like, I'm tired of playing on Terminal every map, or I'm tired of playing. like It's, it's going to be the same stuff. This is broken. Like it's no, the same for thing sure. with Call of Duty and 2K have the same communities. They just cry about everything and then they try to fix it and then the game just gets worse and worse and worse over time. Like you you guys generally just make the game worse yourself. Yeah, I agree. I think with with them if they released it before a huge update like or after that huge update fucks up the game because i genuinely think if they would have released it even like march for me i think that that shit would be better because i think once you get past the hump of like the three month mark and people are kind of like because i think call of duty really does think they have a lot of content in their games but people run through it so fast after one month of call of duty i was bored with it so like people who actually really enjoy the game i think they're pretty much tapped out after three I think that's a better timeline, but I also think that six months is probably way safer. Yeah. For them. I think, yeah, March. I don't think that they have enough content to really be able to compete if Call of Duty happens to have something in the cut. Like if they drop and then they're like, "Oh, we got a little update," like, "Ah, oh, you guys are you guys are clapped. You guys are not, you got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> one new gun. Ah! Oh, like yeah, it's over. server crap. seven people. Like what? Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, you're not. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I think March April would be a good solution. Me again. I'm 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 full advocate for the summer. But if you want to do that lead up as well, that that could work. Like are, you guys paying, are you guys paying for it's a, this? It's a free game. It's no, a free game. No, 1,000%. X, X Defiant okay. is free. 
Okay, you can't, just the sure. only people who are gonna get away with multiplayer shooters that are that are paid at this point in time is Call of Duty. That's the Facts. only people who can get who can pull it off anymore because nobody is paying for multiplayer shooters when games like Overwatch, Apex. Mm -hmm. Like, I'd rather learn to enjoy a battle royale than pay sixty dollars to play a multiplayer shooter. And yeah, that's like yeah. I think a lot of people because you could go into Fortnite, find a multiplayer shooter map that has custom. Facts, literally, and they're gonna and find a million like people uh, on it. Like I, I like I like the arena shooter at sometimes, but it really you have to change it. You have to change it and make it some sort of like special for it to yeah. really work. Like I, I remember it was like uh, Outbound. I think the game was called. It was like the the arena shooter in space. Like that could some be something I could get behind. Like, but when oh, we're coming around, I know you're talking to, like, about yeah, yeah, yeah. But when we're coming around to just like it feels like the same thing or just like a Modern Warfare clone or Call of Duty clone. It's like man, like I'm just I'm tired. I'm yeah. tired, bro. Like. Yeah, I hear it. I hear it, man. Shit, wow. But uh, moving moving forward, uh, we had some news, uh, whether it be, you know, uh, sudden and unfortunate, honestly. Uh, the co-founder and legendary developer by the name of Hideki Kamiya has left Platinum Games. Now, no, there's, no, there's no clue on what's next for either party, but, you know, the impact is going to be felt on, on both sides for, you know, years to come. He actually recently started a YouTube channel, like, this week, just doing random stuff, and apparently he's, uh, he can't join or develop another game really for for reasons so i i suspect it's probably a non-compete clause and what many have suspected just a non-compete clause for a year to join any other studio or team or whatever so he's kind of doing his own thing in the meantime but yeah uh, uh nick how you feel about this this breaks my heart man uh, i'm a big fan of the bayonetta series uh i finished bayonetta 3 this year and i'm actually working on bayonetta 1 and 2 as we speak um and I, I feel like the man he he puts out great work and i feel like the bayonet series bayonetta series was like a really good series for me and it was very nice and i think he's a he's a mastermind at work that uh, a lot of people may not really appreciate um or just may not know uh just because he's not like a major name but like until like he actually got fired or depart not fired but like departing to where yeah. people were like oh who's like this guy um i don't know what's gonna happen for the future which kind of stinks because we are looking for like if anybody's played bayonetta 3 they kind of expect that there is going to be a bayonetta 4 and probably some more stuff in the future so it kind of worries me about how that's going to change up for that series in general like are they going to take a different route or are they just going to stop making the games in general i don't know um, but I guess we'll just have to wait and see. It's it's just kind of sad news though because I I enjoyed Bayonetta three, and uh, now seeing this type of news, I'm like, man, it stinks. Yeah, I hear it, man. When and any 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 thoughts on Kamiya? You know, what I'm saying dipping out of there. Um, personally, I kind of have like, I'm kind of whatever about it. It sucks because he did make Bayonetta phenomenal game. But I also hear he's kind of a dick. And this is all from Twitter, so it could also be completely false. But, like, I know a lot of people are saying, like, he blocks people who have different opinions than him. Which yeah. is, like, hilarious. Oh. <laughs> it's just so funny. It's like, Sounds like a yeah. typical, like, Twitter user, though. Yeah, like. no, for sure. It, it definitely does. Um, I don't know what this means for Platinum. I... Until they make another Vanquish, I'm still, I'm pretty checked out with the with the with the company. Makes phenomenal games. He's gonna be missed because I think he's one of the few people who will make games like Bayonetta, and I think that combat style is super underutilized in this day in this market. I think we need more games like Bayonetta, like Devil May Cry, things like that. It feels fresh. It's, it's fun. It's not rolling 30 minutes for me to get one attack in. Um, really sad to see him go, but I'm sure that he's gonna come back with a couple bangers. Hopefully, he doesn't do a Kickstarter campaign and release some garbage. Because that seems like a trend when people leave companies mm. and start a Kickstarter. Mm. They fund their spiritual successor to their old games. Game comes out and it's bad. I hope that's not what happens. 
but uh, wishing him the best and hopefully he gets picked up by a good studio because hey, him as a free agent, I'd, I'd scoop Capcom. Hey, I'm looking at you. <laughs> I hear it, man. Listen, listen, the game, the game is changing. The landscape has changed a little bit. Uh, and speaking of the, the uh, landscape changing, unfortunately, sometimes it will change for the worst as the Embracer group. Yeah, those guys who acquired a bunch of people. They're expecting more studio closures and layoffs following uh, some more reductions at Crystal Dynamics and uh, Mythforce. Uh, so, yeah, there's that. So just to kind of throw it back to you, when how you feel about Embracer's plan to try and save their money? Uh, Embracer's a bunch of broke babies. Uh, they definitely thought that they were going to come in here, scoop up all this stuff, and they just print money. Um, L Company, L Group, L Embracer, they need to, next time, uh, get a better accountant? I don't know what's going on over there. Like, they, they just thought video games print money. I'm sorry, but a lot of games flop, uh, and a lot of them don't make that money back. I don't know what the the plan for... Like, I feel bad for all these people who are in these companies and are being laid off. And I hope you guys get, I hope you guys get jobs at a company that doesn't treat you like trash. Mm-hmm. Honestly, honestly, bro, shit is trash, man. Uh, I said, Nick, you picked up on any of this Embracer stuff or not? No, I haven't really read up on it, but like, I'm kind of agreeing with when, like, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of time these, like, these video games, like, you think you can just put out a game and it's just like the money's just gonna flow in. But I mean, if you can't keep an audience and it's like. Like, a lot of people are going the microtransaction routes, but it seems like these games really don't. So, like, you're only going to get that one-time buy, and then it's like, that's where your money is. Um, I, it sucks. Like, I hate seeing the word layoff, like, layoff in any, like, situation because these are people's jobs, what they go to school for. It's what they uh, work so hard for. So, seeing that kind of stinks for the people that work there. But, um, yeah, L Company, not very happy about it. So. Mm-hmm. I hear it. I hear it, man. Uh, and sliding on to uh, I, oh, all right, let's just talk about this one. And probably one of the biggest points of the latest waves of layoffs. Uh, speaking of uh, and shutdowns in gaming, yeah, we've been experiencing a lot of different shutdowns just because of the economy and stuff. Naughty Dog uh, announced a couple of weeks ago that they're laying off 25 staff. But what's more to that? is that Naughty Dog have announced that the reduction in staff has affected development of The Last of Us Faction's multiplayer spinoff as they've placed the project on ice for now. So, uh, yeah, Nick, I'm going to throw it to you for this one, man. Uh, before I lose my mind, you can you can, you can can put some context and color in there. How do you feel about it? <laughs> oh, man, I hated seeing this news, man, because this was a multiplayer that I was kind of getting my hopes up for, too. Uh, it feels like it's been talked about for a, uh, a decent amount of time uh, lately, and... It kind of sucks that now we're seeing the the fact of all these like studios and stuff that they can't afford to keep some of these staff members and they're getting laid off and it's, now it's affecting the uh, the time that these games are going to get pushed back and stuff like that. Um, I, it's not completely canceled or anything, so I mean, I mean, there's definitely a positive in that, but I mean, this was the this was something that I feel like PlayStation really needed too because uh, a good multiplayer game would be really nice for Naughty Dog to put out because. I mean, think about it. They've had just like The Last of Us 1, 2, and I can't really think of anything else they've recently put out. Like, do you guys... Like, what's the last thing they put out? Naughty Dog. The TV show? That's it. Like, the the show, which (laughs) is doing really successful, but I think a lot of people were looking at this multiplayer to be something very nice and something different from them. Uh, So it kind of does stink. When? Do you you care or no? 
Um, not really. Yeah. Uh, I feel yeah. bad for the layoffs sure. for sure. Hey, like I just didn't play Last of Us Factions, so like when people are like, "Oh no," like I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm not playing. Sh I, like I said before, I'm not playing shooters on consoles. Like it's just not gonna happen. Um, so this multiplayer game would have been cool, but like I said earlier in the podcast, if it's not free, I, there's a good chance I'm not paying for a multiplayer shooter. Um, and I know it's not a multiplayer shooter, but I, I really doubt I'm gonna plug my PlayStation in and be like, yo, let's get into this online action. Like, I just don't see myself playing it. Maybe if it was on PC too, then there's a different conversation. Cause I, I genuinely think multiplayer games need to be on both a console and on PC. It needs crossplay right. in this day and age for it to survive. Um, look at Destruction All-Stars. That game I think would have been way better if they actually had it on more than just console. Especially mm -hmm. a console that was so hard to get at the time too. Like the game yeah. was set up for failure. But how do you would have put that on a PC? I don't know, it would have got a little bit more traction than it I did. My thing with it though is like kind of how I was saying is like I'm not the biggest fan of playing shooters on my console either, but it adds a little bit of variety of what PlayStation usually does. Uh, yes. I feel like they're really good in like the solo like mm, single yes. player genres. Yeah. Like you have um, Ghost of Tsushima, banger. You have like the Ratchet and Clanks, banger. Uh, Last yeah. of Us, banger. Like, but these are all single player games. Like I think they need to try and expand and have a game that's just for the PlayStation for now until they feel like they want to release it to PC randomly. But just have that type of game where it's like, okay, multiplayer, maybe throwing a few microtransactions. I know it's like a, a weird, like if they could, and like at release a whole bunch of content to just kind of like nope, that's keep what people happy. Because like, yeah. think about like we kind of talked about the PS5 and it's like mine truly is collecting dust until we get that Spider-Man 2. I haven't yeah. really Facts. touched it because there ain't really been stuff out. But if they have a game like that, where it keeps you want to keep on playing your PlayStation after you beat the Spider-Mans, the um, Her Horizons, which when? Like, come on, let's get back in it, bro. Oh, God. Horizons, <laughs> let's get back in it, bro. Get the duster out, it's time. Uh, but, like, that's just that's just how I feel with it. So, like, it's, just, it's, just, it's adding more of a variety. It's not like I'm super yeah. excited to, like, oh, I got to play, like, a third-person shooter. Or, it's probably going to be third-person, I think. Uh, but yeah. it's, like... I'm not super excited, but I just like that Sony's just trying to branch out. Yeah, so yeah and I, I agree with it. you. I agree with you 100%. I do think I like I want more shooters on the PlayStation and on the PC because I got I I will always stand on that just because I see the life that like Fortnite got when it became crossplay, and I feel like that's really when it just shot up to a crazy uh, superstardom. But the one issue that I just genuinely have with this like branch i don't even want to call it a franchise like how would they have made their money and it's like yeah. if it's not free to play mm -hmm. like you're gonna charge 20 bucks how many people are really gonna be tapping into this for 20 dollars or, or like 20 bucks i'd pay for it i would i wouldn't mind a 20 dollars but like how much are they really gonna charge for a multi this this factions game right i'm not surprised that this is the first thing on the chopping block especially when layoffs are happening um but i definitely do agree that naughty dog needs to do more than just last of us and uncharted which is just uncharted which is just last of us with more bullets like i think oh, they yeah. do need to like absolutely expand there because they can do a lot more and yeah, there's yeah. franchises that they could bring back or franchises that they could start working on that would be cool and to see from them they're, they're already talking about remaking the last of us 2 and it's like we don't want to hear that like that's we're the gonna, last thing like remake what we're like, gonna remake yeah what? we're gonna get to that in a second that's gonna piss me off but let me let me let me chime in here and first of all let me open by saying my uh disappointment is immeasurable and my day is ruined uh just wanted to just want to let that out there um 
I just I just wanted to just play faction multiplayer. Is that too much to ask? Is it is it too much? Is it really like I, I wanted to have faith and believe in this? But why does everything I believe in in terms of gaming just get like absolutely fucking muddied? Why? I, <laughs> this this is this is just the ex, it's not even like their fault. It's just the existential crisis I'm having with games that I anticipate and enjoy. Why do they always get thrown to the gulag when it comes to their development cycles? Like why couldn't it just be a smooth, calm process? Why just once? Once would be nice. It'd be, it'd be cool. Like like actually anticipating from the jump pisses me off and it throws me into a pit of despair but let me get back to the topic um uh there's there's i agree with 100 what you said and i and i i will go further and say sony already knows this and there's an appetite to get live service games stockpiled at sony over the next few years and i feel like a part of them buying uh what's it called a uh, bungie and kind of keeping that deal where bungie gets to still publish their own shit but they're still under playstation's thing is to learn how to run live service stuff because that's not in their wheelhouse sony doesn't have that in their bag and their investments in first party stuff over the next few years and jim ryan's already said he's made investments into first party things you know first party games and all that stuff like that before he leaves out that's already on on track and the majority of that you can already bet it's going to be live service how to keep people engaged with the playstation platform outside of the single player powerhouse that they've already built they've already got one side of the house down but then their multiplayer their live service stuff it's not good it's lacking it's either third party or it stinks so they need to find a way to do it and i feel like again last of us factions was a premier way to try and get that done the problem is naughty dog i think doesn't have the bandwidth or they don't have they don't have the level of depravity you know what i mean like they don't want to sink the they, they, they don't want to go low they don't want to go low i don't think there's a feasible way for them to make the game live service without making it stretch into some weird way so they're not going to they're not going to go there you know what i mean I, I, it's not in their wheelhouse it's not in their wheelhouse to do any live games as a service or a live service type of offering and they're i, I i'm pretty sure there at some point jason Schreier was reporting like there was people doing internal reports and stuff on the project to see how viable it can be with the paid service and what might need to work and they were struggling they were struggling to find any right path to make the game you know uh, again a, a paid effort or, or some type of you know, monetization model added into it there was already difficulty so that was that was problem number one and two you add on all these layoffs and stuff if you look at naughty dog you can already bet what's the first thing to go the new things that haven't been fully vetted yet the, the tried and true things they're gonna keep to the moon because sony's like yo you're you're in the cash cow seat now you better not move you better wait until somebody something else come out you better sit your ass right there you're not gonna move the, the, whatever we got planned for you last of us part part three part two redo remastered you know what i'm saying remade in the in the, in the third act redo. that all that all that stuff is you need to stay right there but that new stuff over there that that faction multiplayer toss that toss that so it's just it's a it's a very very unfortunate situation and an unfortunate mix of Naughty Dog's not fully capable of converting Last of Us into that fully live service model that can be sustainable. One, two, the the incentive again to do it is is not being met by their capability, and from again from their higher ups. And three, the market is just saying, hey, you gotta you gotta shrink down, you gotta shrink down the team, and the, the most likely cuts, like you guys said, is gonna be to this team. So it disappoints me. I have lost ninety five percent of my faith in this thing even seeing the light of day at this point, and I would not be surprised if it's fully canceled in the in the in the months to come. Honestly, it sucks. I hate it. I wish it every, you know everything would be great and kosher and life would be good. We can sing under the rainbows and all that bullshit, and this game will come out. But. It's, I, I really highly doubt it at this point. It's not. I hate being negative. I hate just succumbing to one's level. But damn it, I gotta be negative, bro. This shit. This shit. This shit ain't happening, bro. It's not happening. 
trip at a time today. It's not happening, bro. It's killing me. It's killing me, man. Like, why could we just go? I, I hate the state that we're in because uh, it's always about how do we keep people engaged enough to make them buy and stay on the platform? How do we get their buy instead of just, why can't we just put a good multiplayer game out? Or why couldn't we just wait till the, the third Last of Us and, and uh, attach a new factions multiplayer mode in there? Why couldn't we have just done something simple like that? But no! No! It's the money game. It's the money game. It pisses me off and it's the root of all just foolishness in this damn industry. It kills me. Anyways, I'm, I'm gonna move on. Uh, speaking of that, Another conversation. I don't even want to speak on this, but Capcom's president recently, he made a statement about video games being too cheap now. As he stated, development costs are about 100 times higher now, but software prices have not gone up that much. Considering the fact that wages are rising in the industry as a whole, I think raising unit prices is a healthy option for business. So, uh, Nick, you want to speak on this briefly? Who let him cook? Mm. Mm. Who let him type this up? Because Capcom, you got too much dip on your chip now. Hold on. Hold on there, brother. Too cheap. Too too cheap for who? Like, like, for who? Like, I don't like, not for me. Like, when you, when you sit here, like, planning your ramen noodle weeks because you got Super Mario Wonder and Spider-Man dropping on the same day, it, it ain't too cheap for, like, nobody. I get it. The development and everything else does cost a lot of money, but, like, I think like $70 is, I mean, that even it took me a, a while to accept like $70 for a game because we knew like that day was going to come uh, for a lot of stuff that they're adding to these games and a lot of like features and stuff like that. But I mean, what do they, what, what, what price do they want to put these games at a hundred bucks? Like the only game that I feel like could be worth a hundred bucks is maybe Grand Theft Auto six at this point. That's it. Not, not anything Capcom not is even, Not out. even that. I'm, I'm not. That. I'm not. I'm not giving them no ideas. Rockstar, Rock shut, shut your ears up. Don't even. I don't even listen to what he just said. Listen, don't even I'm listen to that. Saying, I'm not saying that for them to listen to me, but they put a billion dollars into this game. They're that's good for them. Charge. That's good they for them. <laughs> Round of applause, right? Yeah. Like, I get it. Like, yeah, you better yeah, keep that bitch sixty max. <laughs> but like, don't they're, they're gonna try and be slick with that. I feel like they're gonna be the first people to try and do that. But Capcom, I think, just stop. Get back, get back. Like, why are you saying fuck Capcom? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I don't know what they're doing to where they're saying that games are too cheap. I mean, like, I know you're like it was you're the- a Capcom condensor. Capcom uh, captain. They was, Capcom they, was they was they was doing too many audio kits and, and and must have got high off their own energy right there. You better hold on. I forgot my boy when he sits up in his chair I, when you bring I, up Capcom. I'm sorry, bro, but like I'm just saying, your boy's he's coming I, in hot with this take. Like this, I, I'm not gonna sit here and lie. I'm not gonna sit here and lie. I definitely spent a hundred dollars on Street Fighter mm. because I, I did I did spend a hundred dollars on Street Fighter because I got the, the, so the truth comes out. No, I mean that's. But like most most people, when you buy a fighting game, like I say, fighting games are low key overpriced because you have to pay like ten dollars per character for like DLCs and all that. So if they would have been like, "Yo, Street Fighter's gonna be a hundred dollars," but like all the content that I would have normally gotten, like for having to buy the deluxe ultimate edition or whatever, I would have gotten with the game. I wouldn't be upset about it because I already just did that. Um, I'm not saying I'm not justifying a hundred dollars for a game. Let's let's not. Think that I'm just somebody who's already paid a hundred dollars for literally a Capcom game. So when he said that, I was like, he already got me. Like he already got my ass. A hundred bucks to be bronze. 
like, look at my Whoa, 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 whoa. Watch your fucking mouth, buddy. I'm flat one. Thank you very the fucking much. I'm gonna have to see the receipts, bro. I'm gonna have to see the receipts. Oh, I'll show you the fucking receipts right after this goddamn podcast. I'll post it on Twitter and I'll at you right there, buddy. Keeping nothing to be laughed at. Anyways. Like I was saying, um, I I see where they're coming from with like the whole like development has probably gone up extensively, but I am in full agreement. Like it's I love that you brought up like GTA would probably be the only game that'd be worth a hundred dollars because you know how much work and shit they put into the shit, right? And I agree with you that if GTA dropped tomorrow, GTA six, and they were like it was a hundred dollars, even if I if it dropped tomorrow, no announcement. Like I I found out tomorrow, I would find a hundred dollars to put on that game because I know that's just gonna be quality. But a lot of people don't put $100 into that game. I would not spend $100 on no Assassin's Creed a day in my fucking life. I wouldn't even spend $70 on those bad boys. Like, certain games are just not worth that money. But I think that it, to some extent, there will be games that will be that price. But it just comes down to, like, how willing are you to buy that game, right? How willing are you to put that $100 down? Me, personally, I'm a good... I'm a waiter. I have a lot of... I have a lot of patience. I'll work on the backlog until that bad boy goes on sale. Because the thing is, you can put the price up. That's fine. But if nobody buys it, you're going to have to put the price down, right? Like, you have to get that money back somehow. And it's not like we're buying physical games or buying digital games. You literally copy and paste the file. You're not spending money on produ producing cases and discs and all that stuff. No shelf life. None of that. Like, that's one thing that they don't bring up that is kind of annoying is that, like... If you would have told me tomorrow, hey, we're going to make um, 2K instead of it being $70, we're going to make it $60 or $50, but we're just not going to release physical copies. A lot of people would be happy with that announcement mm -hmm. because that's really where a lot of the money used to go to back in the day. It's like, yo, you need to pay for shelf life. You need to pay for X, Y, Z. Like people need to get their money back. Now it's on storefronts. Some people have their own storefronts. Like I'm sure if Capcom wants to. You could you could PayPal one of them sixty dollars and they'll email you the fucking game file. Like they if they could get around the storefronts, they would. Um, I do think games will continue to rise in price. Unfortunately, hopefully that means their quality will rise. But we we will see because there are games that release that are not worth the money that they're asking for. That's for damn sure. Um, and I am not for the raise in price, but I do understand kind of where they're coming from. But I also think that they need to really work on the quality of some of their games before they can really start asking to raise the price another time. Volum was like the main example of that. And I've always brought up that example because that was uh, that was the game that was labeled as a triple A title game. And it ran. Yeah. They got a 32 on Metacritic and the game just didn't function at all. Platforming was supposed to be an aspect in the game and it sucked. Uh, it was just boring. It looked like crap. And it came out that dude only put like 15 million into the game. And now they want to like charge the consumer more to like do what? Like if you're going to charge us more, put that more back into the game and give us a good quality product. And then it's like, okay, we're good. Then we then we're, we could start talking about like, okay, yeah, if we got to pay a little bit more than fine. But we're even paying 70 bucks now and some games still look like they're PS2 games. And that's a hard pill to swallow. Think of like Switch games. Switch games is the major aspect of that. They they charge sixty bucks for everything. Like they charge sixty bucks mm. for that Mortal Kombat for the Switch, and it looks terrible. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is too is like you you pay sixty. They'll they'll charge you like seventy bucks for the Mortal Kombat on the Switch, and they'll charge you like all this, and it still runs at thirty frames, not even like seven twenty. It's a nasty business. Like there is, I I want to believe them, but I also know y'all are not giving me the full truth and that's the problem it's like if you really truly gave me a hundred dollars worth of content with the game i'd pay a hundred dollars but i'm not going to when i know you guys are skimping on somewhere somewhere something is not making sense the numbers are not adding up so like 
I I agree. I see them. I see the logic, but I know, I feel like you're lying to me. So I'm gonna go ahead and just wait for that game to drop to like thirty bucks or Game Pass. Hey, I'm, I'm Game Pass is always the option. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm keep it a bean. It's economy hella inflated, brother. I don't got it for you. I don't got it for you, President of Capcom. I don't think I got it for you right now. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, can can we deal in the IOUs? They gave me a 4K Monster Hunter World 2? I don't know. I might be tempted. That's crazy, bro. Let me start my OF up, bro. This shit is ridiculous. Let me fucking... I, I gotta get something up, bro. This shit is ridiculous, that man. That man dick knows what you're gonna call it. <laughs> Trip toes. <laughs> Listen, bro. Subscribe now. Subscribe now. Help me Help me fund my, fund my gaming addiction, bro. Please. Bro, shit. And this is gonna only be for one game. I'm gonna open up, get $100, and that's it. I'm close this bitch out. That's <laughs> tough. That's crazy, man. Hey, man. Gotta, gotta, gotta get with the times, man. Gotta get with the times. But hey, speaking of getting with the times, uh, it feels like it was like a little bit old school the way this game got announced, but it was old school press release style, man. But the news is official. The Division 3 is coming. It's been fully announced, and the OG director of the first game and the, the creative lead for Star Wars Outlaws, uh, Julian Garrity, is on the case for this one. Uh, yeah, how, how do we feel about that? This shit is gonna go... The gameplay is gonna go stupid, double crazy on those Reddit videos that I watch on TikTok. <laughs> like that's a, that's, a, that's how I'm gonna see a lot of this gameplay. Nah, like, that's crazy. I am male, oh, 35M. <laughs> Not the Reddit <laughs> stories. Am I the, the asshole? Yeah, like that's like it's gonna be like that or Subway Surfers. I'm like, oh, that Division Three. What's he doing? Crazy. Insane. So that's his stance. I'm about to say, Nick, you you fan you fancy into Division Three? Um, I never played a division game, so I really ain't got no words, but I mean, it's coming for people who care about it. Um, show me gameplay. Yeah, show me yeah. gameplay. Your last one was, uh, your last one was like your last did, one. did the first That's one crazy. really good, though? The first one, the first, first one was one solid. The one, yeah, it was okay. It was, it was at the time where like Destiny was hot. So like, we were like, kind of look, we were fine yeah. with another Destiny type, yeah. but like, it was that was pretty much it like it yeah. was cool and i feel like the second one didn't make a big enough leap to like strike out to me honestly i didn't really touch it no nah, it's gonna have like, to be Yo. something special it's gonna have to stand out a lot now with games coming out like this we've been saying that's kind of been the topic of the show like especially being a shooter too like you gotta stand out or drop in yeah. june motherfucker that's it <laughs> it's it's Ubisoft though, so I'm not really holding yeah. my breath. <clears throat> now you know that one, but yeah. Trip talking about swimsuits and video games. He's talking about he needs to release the game in June. Like, hey, listen, go, no, up, don't, go outside, uh, man. Don't question my <laughs> motives. Don't question what I do. Hey, hey, hey. Can't be at the beach every day. <laughs> I'm dead, man. All right, moving on to the next story here. Uh, so y'all remember that game, uh, Gigantic? I don't know if you like again the the one Xbox like game with the two giant ass balls on either side and the teams are fighting like a hero type game. No, yeah, probably yes, yes. Awesome. Well, funny thing is, it might actually come back from the dead, as uh, Jez Corden noted this past week that the third person MOBA has a private play test coming up, and then some people are suggesting the game could be revived under Gearbox with some refreshed features. But we don't know all that for now. But we we know for sure that this play test has happened or is happening. I forget the dates of that were going on, and it was like some like some update party or whatever. I don't know, but it's funny that it just came back after years. Uh, again, I'll, I'll throw it to you, Nick. How you feel about that? 
Uh, it's very weird that it's just coming back out of nowhere because it hasn't been talked about in a very long time and Gearbox bringing it back is kind of weird. Um, it's kind of cool for people that are like interested in this. I could really care less, but I feel like Gearbox really puts out some decent games, so it's worth to kind of keep an eye on. Um, so we'll see what the playtest looks like. Playtest, like we'll probably see stuff from that and yeah, I had to, yeah, I had to double check it. Yeah, it happened already from the fifth to the seventh. I need to see what gameplay and stuff came of it. But it's just funny that people like played it again. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we rarely ever see any like dead IPs just have some like some random spring of life by the actual developers like, themselves. I, I just don't like MOBAs, except oh, for Pokemon Unite. Like, this doesn't look like League of Legends. If that's what you're worried about. This mm. looks more like Unite. Like I, I would play this, but I if it's Gearbox, they've already had a MOBA, and that shit didn't do so hot. Um, I, I was really excited for um, I can't even remember the name of it, but Battleborn. That's what it Struggleborn. Was. Was, oh man, I was really excited for Battleborn. I remember, I remember skipping out on the Overwatch beta because I knew. No, Battleborn remember was they went head to head, and oh, then, then Battleborn dropped. That was, and I was savage. Like, that's nasty. I was like, this game is this game is awful. It sucks. All right, I guess I'll play Overwatch. And then I played Overwatch and I never looked back. This game yeah. looks good though. Like it looks mm. fun. It looks interesting. I'm all for it. I'll I'll definitely tap in. You get you get the homies on this. You guys could get destroyed and it'll still be fun. It'll be I, I feel like this is more of a unite vibe. I think like mm. oh, here's it, the thing, bro, is I need you on Unite. You can't be switching up. You just got I play more game. I play more games than anybody here. I can multitask on the multiplayer games. You need to get on Unite. You get on Unite, then you tell me when you're on and I'll check it out. I'll be like, all right, Nick, I'll jump on after I get off of some hot, uh, gigantic. Is that the name of the game? Yes. Some hot, gigantic. <laughs> that new hotness, man. I don't know. Or old hotness, depending on who you ask. But hey, let's, hey, we'll, we'll settle that. We'll settle that. Uh, pushing forward here. Apparently, Activision and Blizzard ha had, a, had a lot of buzz this week with some internal meetings. Apparently, again, things are starting to wrap up with this whole merger deal thing with Microsoft. Uh, James Corden just randomly showed up and made an internal meeting way worse than it was by his presence because what else is new with him? And we got potential news on the revival of Guitar Hero. As Bobby Kotick stated, quote, the reemergence of Guitar Hero and other things would not be possible without the different types of resources. And so, you know, just the endless possibilities for the future that are just incredibly exciting. Probably speaking on, again, some of the uh, AI capability, machine learning, all that other stuff that's that's coming out brand new. So a lot of eyes and potential thoughts on Guitar Hero coming back in the fray. When? How you feel about that? That shit is not going to happen. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. Mm -hmm. As much as... Well as much as I would love for more for music based games to come back, big fan of Fuser. That game died. Dang, that game Fuser, awesome. man. That game was Damn. really good. That shit was nuts. I thought Damn. that game was amazing. Shout out to Fuser. Shout out to SingStar. Shout out to the Go Rock Band. I already know what it is. Yeah. Like back when back when artists were all like under one company and you could like probably get a bundle deal on those kind of things, it's like it was lit, but like I'm sure it's cost an arm and a leg to be able to license these things anymore. Mm -hmm. And I'm not gonna lie to you. Unless you make those Guitar Hero guitars usable in the new versions, there's no way in hell you're going to convince somebody who had all the old Guitar Hero guitars to buy a new one Thanks. just to play the new Guitar Hero. They'd be like, bro, I have like 73 different guitars. Um, and me personally, I'm not buying a new, I'm not buying a Guitar Hero guitar. I don't have space for that at my crib. Why, what am I going to do that for? I'd rather just play one of the Guitar Hero clones that are online. The only thing that this makes me afraid of 
is for those Guitar Hero clones because they may get a hot yeah. season of this letter now. And Buddy. there goes that, that cool content. Buddy, they about to kick in your door. They about to, they about to have you looking like Anthony Anderson Transformers, nigga. Your grandma house about to get raided. It's, 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 it's tough. <laughs> but yeah, um, I will say, I, I think it's cool that they're actually considering bringing it back. But my thing is, um, Rock Band was better. So uh, what are we going to do with this information? Ooh. It's up to you. It's up to you, honestly. Pretty, pretty interesting take. That, that, is, that is crazy take. That is the correct take. That, that, that's uh, a, some, some would argue. Crazy take trip. That is that is not a crazy take, bro. Listen, we had the whole gamut. A guard, Guitar Hero was mad late to the party. Like, oh, we'll put some more instruments in later. But I, th- I yeah, think but when oh, they got to the party, they was kind of lit, though. Hey, listen, like, that's the issue. listen, listen. We can we can go we can go song for song, man. Rock Rock Band has some has some shit. They had some shit. I'm, I'm gonna be real See, with you. That's all, that's all I know. You guys aren't real rock stars. You guys are focusing on the wrong stuff here. All right. It's all about the way the guitar actually feels. When you played a rock band guitar, like the, the way you strum didn't feel right compared to a guitar hero guitar. Man, it had a little bit of like oh, it had a little bit of power to when you strum. You that focus thing. on guitar strokes, brother. What yeah. the hell's going on here? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Listen, he's yes, he's sir. he said he's a real stroker. Okay. All right. All right. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay, I'm, buddy. Super. Uh, I didn't own any of these games because my parents cannot afford that bullshit. They're like, I gotta buy what for one game? Yeah, buddy, <laughs> you can take that L. Oh no, we were. So I, I, I borrowed that shit from like a friend who was like, yeah, we're, we don't play this shit anymore. Yeah, Me, yeah. My brother borrowed it and started going crazy. Yeah, I just wish I wish my co-hosts were real rock stars, wow. but it's, it's okay. He so, wants us. He wants me, us to be me. real strokers. That's crazy. That's crazy. Super <laughs> Saiyan strokers, man. Super <laughs> Saiyan strokers. So listen. Here's the thing, man. I I would love to see this, but like just kind of like how Wen stated, they're not gonna get they're not gonna convince people to have to buy a new guitar. Like that stuff was about for a game and the guitar, probably about a hundred something bucks. Easily now it'd be 150 bucks if they wanted to like combine that together. That's kind of a hefty tag. And if they can't even license a lot of these songs and put them on there, then they're in a they're in a world for hurting. But I'd love to see it. I would love for it to work and come back because the only way to get Guitar Hero stuff now is if, like, you go to the thrift, your used game shops, and stuff like that. And definitely the older ones still, they still are great. But I mean, I would like to, I would like to have some updated songs to rock out to, and you know, like the other rock bands and stuff too. You were able yeah. to buy like the DLC. They had like the uh, the tracks, like mm-hmm. the DLC tracks and stuff like that. And that was always cool too. So it'd be like a certain band, you could buy like all their songs, and it wouldn't be like super expensive. Uh, I used to buy all the bullet for my Valentine songs. Um, and yeah, I think they did like a SpongeBob spinoff and stuff like that. So it was very cool. And I'd love to see it revived, but just like realistically, I just don't see it happening, which is just sad. So. Yeah, yeah, man. I think, I think that probably with given how the constraints of today are, the ship has sailed on all that type of stuff, but you know, yeah, well, maybe we'll see it. Maybe we won't. Who knows? But yeah. Oh man. Push it forward here. The big rumor that we actually, we actually mentioned a little bit earlier in this podcast, but uh, it's been surfaced that The Last of Us 2 is apparently being remastered as a lead outsourced artist role has been, uh, you know, it popped up on LinkedIn uh, the past week. Uh, and it basically revealed the game's listing in relation to the role and all that stuff like that. And so it's, it's, it's apparently on the way. The Last of Us 2 remaster. Come on, guys. Yeah, how you feel about it? Yeah. The Last of Us 2 getting remastered. Uh, this is like totally new concept. Oh, um, not 
Yeah. I'm not super upset about it. Mostly just because my girlfriend really loves this franchise, and mm. she she bought she bought Last of Us Part One day one when they when they remastered it on the PS5. Like Damn. that shit is in my PlayStation right now. Um, and she will buy this day one as well because she really does love this franchise. I think it'd be cool to see it in like true 4K and all that, but. I'm not paying money for that. Mm. Like, I personally will not be paying for it. If she wants to do that, that's her financial decision. I will not judge. But yeah, I don't think we really need this right now. Because honestly, it's so new, they could just drop an update. They could be like, yo, we just updated the graphics. Like, that would be hard. If they just said, yo, we're just dropping an update for the graphics. That would be so much cooler. But they're definitely going to charge you full price. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's time for the proverbial front front utters of the PlayStation cash cow to, you know what I'm saying, produce some, produce some milk again. You know what I mean? Like it's it's uh, it's disappointing, bro. It's disappointing to me that it, the the market is so frail sometimes that they have to play close to the chest and they have to play the safe hand every time out. You know what I'm saying? Like Naughty Dog is like damn near landlocked. They can't do they they just got rid of Uncharted. They just said, "Yo, let's let, we finally stopped doing Uncharted, guys. We finally stopped. We're on to trying to do some other things." I don't know what it may be, but you know, whoever, whoever, who the hell knows? But they're just locked in this cycle. I, like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how Neil Druckmann feels. But when their studio, oh, like you know, what I'm saying, like they, they have to go back into these remasters. I wonder how he feels. And I wonder if it's like again, like their own commission thing, or it was more of a mandate from PlayStation to be like, oh, hey, uh, we need you to remake this shit in like three years, bro. Like, hurry up, get on it. Like as soon as it comes. Like again, if they're developing this now, the, the thought and the conversation of it must have happened at least like a year or two ago. So like the game hasn't even fully settled into like you know gaming history yet. You know what I mean? When, yeah. when, the, when the hell Last of Us Two come out? I'll look it up right now. What was it? Twenty eighteen, um, nineteen. So here's where I'm at with it too. It's just like it came out twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Only only yeah. three years. Yeah. I um so. When it comes to remaking oh, games and remastering games, like I kind of have like a strict rule with it. Like I can understand like sometimes like the Resident Evil 4 remake, I felt like was very cool. Like I feel like they updated the graphics, they updated the story a lot, but they kind of also kept that same charm. Like that's a that's a remake that I can kind of just get behind. It looked very good, it performed really well, and all that good stuff. Uh, with something like this, a game that's like, what can you update within a span of three years, four years? Let's say four years. Let's say it releases in 2024. Um, there's not going to be that much as that changed. It's not like software and stuff really like made that much of a movement to where like, okay, it's worth to invest the $70 plus tax on The Last of Us 2. Um, I haven't even played the one that I have. I have it for the PS4. It's not even out the wrapping yet. Um, I'm sorry, uh, <laughs> but it's 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 it'll it'll get to it one day. I haven't. I actually, unfortunately, haven't had a chance to play the Last of Us series. Uh, I know it's really it's a really good series, but I have one and two that I just haven't got to yet. Uh, but I'm just I I I'd rather them work towards like fractions instead of working towards this. Um, I just don't see where the uh, it seems like Naughty Dog could just do so much more. Um, milk like those udders, baby. Jim Ryan after, said, "Milk those udders." After this, though, like I feel like that's like Naughty Dog's last strike because if they don't really push out like a new title or if they don't really try and work on something else, um, it's just kind of like it's just kind of a disappointment to me. 
Nah, I, I, I tend to agree. I tend to agree, man. I'm just like... Dude, like, you have Ghost of Tsushima that did really well. You could even try and do, like, a Ghost of Tsushima movie. You could do a Ghost of Tsushima I mean, they too, are. Like I mean, they are, but it's just not their turn yet. This is, this is the thing with PlayStation, though. They're, they, they do their cyclical cash cow, like, ritual. Every few years, there's going to be somebody who's in the hot seat of being a cash cow. And everything you do is going to be for the sole benefit of cashing in on whatever, you know, time it is. It was Naughty Dog's turn around the time of Uncharted 4. You know what I'm saying? Or like, like between the Uncharted 3 to 4, I feel like that's when it was like mostly, hey, you're dominant. You know what I'm saying? There, you got to wait until the next God of War comes out. Then wait until the next, you know, such and such comes out. And it's only going to get worse because, again, those shows are coming. Like the Horizon show is coming. The, like, again, there's going to be another season of The Last of Us that, that coincided with this, you know, with this whole run up between The Last of Us Part 2, the remaster of Part 1. You know what I'm saying? All this stuff coincides. And it's just, right now, it's The Last of Us' turn. It's, it's Naughty Dog's turn again. You know what I mean? And it's just, they're not going to let go because of the financial responsibility they have at this stage it's not like by their choice but i'm just saying that's how the system is for them i believe what my thought is like they're just in this point where they have to produce what they produce because they're again they're the main breadwinner at this point in time you know what i mean like the cycle of god of war is kind of worn off after you know there's there they had their run like you know and there's no more uncharted's you know there's no more this that, and the third they got to carry the, the the payload for the for a time being until everything else comes into play like spider-man comes out in a few weeks they got that you know what i mean so it's it's just it's just a a, a cycle of cash cowing across different ips and i don't think the last of us is going to get out of that anytime soon i don't th- i don't think naughty dog will be able to move out of that framework until you know probably in a couple years time when they get when they get over this hump and who knows maybe they'll go right back in on their own volition and do last of us part three uh, we don't know I'm just not a fan. Just not a fan, bro. Like I, I said a little bit earlier, and it's like I just don't think the focus should be on this uh, on this remaster. And I think even when they remastered the uh, the first one, it got a lot of backlash. And I think people were really looking at like the details of like what is, what's the difference? Like what are we really getting? That's so much different than the first one that came out. And I don't know, man. Like, we'll just have to wait and see, I guess. But I just feel like when it comes to this type of stuff, people get picky. Mm, you're not here. The only, the only, like, justification I could see is if they're just like, oh, we're trying to wipe our hands with this. So we're trying to, like, future-proof all of the last of us shit because we're not coming back to this ever again. Mm-hmm. Like, we're never we're never touching this remaster again. Right. So, like, we're get just, it out of the way now. Yeah. And then when it comes, like, two, three, four, however many years they come, they maybe come out with The Last of Us 3. Like, I heard the way, like, I don't know. Like, I don't want to spoil anything, but I don't know how the way Last of Us 2 ended. But if they come out with the third one or if they don't come out with the third one, it's like, all right, man, like, we gave you guys updated versions that will run decently for the PS5 that may be out for the next like two, three years. And then it's like we can work on something else that might pique our interest. So I, I can yeah. agree with that too. Not to, I don't want to spoil anything for you either. Like there is a good chance that three, I wouldn't be surprised if a third did come out, but I'm not expecting it is the best way I could describe that franchise. I think if it's something along the lines of like, yo, we know layoffs are coming. We need our entire team to work on the future of shit. We don't want to spend time remastering shit because maybe Sony wants them to remaster too for whatever right. reason because the second season of the show is going to come out and we know it's going to sell. Like, so let's get this shit out. Let's knock this shit out the park. But they that's something they would need to communicate. That's something like, we want to do this so that we don't have to ever worry about remastering these games again. Um, whether we make a three or not, we don't want to have to come back to two after we've done it. We have the technology here. We can just do it right now, knock it out of the way. Um, and then focus on other shit. Cause then I'd be like, all right, cool. Let's drop then, then 
come out with two. Let's get let's get two out the way, and then you guys can focus on whatever the fuck I gotta focus on. Um, mm. But I definitely not not really looking forward to it. Uh, but like shit, I feel like with them with that franchise, it's above us. Like it's it's not even I don't even think they can decide that that kind of thing. I don't think they can be like, hey, we want to make another Last of Us. I think it's more of like a, a executive kind of a decision. Yeah, I agree. I agree, man. But yeah. Uh, I'm tired of seeing Last of Us, dog. Let's do something else, well, unless it's factions. But do something else if it ain't, if it, if it ain't factions. Move on. Damn, killing me, man. All right, let's 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 slide on to the trailer show real quick, just to run through some of the uh, stories about more watchable media, the TVs, the animes, and all that good stuff. Uh, real quick, Netflix is trying to raise their prices on everybody. You know, at least they're planning to once the the SAG after strike is over. Uh, so how do we feel about them doing their their usual you know fuckery? I, I saw it coming. I saw it coming. As it's not, it's not like it's like new. They've always raised their prices, and they they're just trying to get every single penny out of people possible. They are definitely pushing pennies, pushing p penny pushing. <laughs> like I get it. So um, I mean, this is kind of like a thing where it's like, okay, yeah, well, uh, after this strike ends, we are gonna pay our actors and actresses more, but. It's not. It's gonna come from us, but we're gonna also make the consumer pay more because we have to pay them more. Um, it's a it's a bold strategy. Let's see if it pays off. So um, yeah, I haven't had Netflix in a uh, very long time. I've actually used well until they uh, did that weird stuff where you can't even pass anymore. Yeah. yeah. So I, I had Netflix for a little bit from my uh, my mother-in-law and now it's like we don't we don't even got it so i i'm not even sweating the only time i really wanted to go back to netflix was i really wanted to watch last chance you mm. again um Ooh, but job. now i now i can't even do that so i was pro disappointed tip. pro tip you could watch on your pc and it doesn't count as a household that's what me and my girlfriend do we watch it on discord word okay. allegedly 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 allegedly, allegedly. Right. allegedly. allegedly. Yeah. um okay. i'm not surprised but uh, like I'm definitely not surprised. It's definitely not SAG after. I promise you that. <laughs> it's definitely not fucking SAG. After. Mm. They could have not striked. If anything, they could have they could have been like, we'll take a pay cut, and they would have still raised the price. Yep. They do not care. Oh, <laughs> they just gotta get this back. Um, yeah, it's sick. They're sick. Uh, Netflix. If it wasn't for this Castlevania I, and the One Piece, because I do be watching the One Piece on there, I wouldn't be a fan of this. But <laughs> T-Mobile, because they definitely are picking up the bill on that one. <laughs> I hear it, man. Again, listen, I'm, I don't want to be the, you know what I'm saying, that type of guy, but, you know, everybody has a solution to this. Everybody who's done at least basic math up to the second grade knows this. Go your hands. Start counting. Get to five. Minus two. And you have the solution. If you know, you know, allegedly. But anyways, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna move forward here. Uh, the office is uh, apparently getting a reboot. Uh, do we do? We, yeah, let's just give me a yes or no, yay or nay. Good. I'm good. I'm good. Um, I, I I think like I the thing is is like I mean I love the office. Like I mean like come on. I mean I love the office. It's a good show. But like, do we? Why bring it back? I mean, like, this is just, I feel like it's a recipe for disaster. Like, I mean, it's just kind of like, it's, it, it's, it had its time. But I feel like that was a lot of stuff. Like, I mean, it's already been done. Wiped our hands clean with it. Like, now we're bringing it back again. Like, it's, uh, 
the the grip nostalgia has on some of these people's nuts and bottom lines is ridiculous, man. These people want Wait, such safe outcomes, bro. Just make good TV. Just make new shows that are but good. That, Believe in yourselves. That's what we've been saying. Like we even I even brought it up with the Modern Warfare three maps. Like they're just bringing up the older maps to the games that were successful back in two thousand nine. It's like yeah, this was successful then, but it's like. Why couldn't we just get a newer show? Because people don't want to take a risk to watch something new or try out something different. Like it's just like, oh, we know the office is good, so we'll just watch it. And if they read, if they're, if it's getting rebooted, do you think it's gonna be the exact same show? No, it's gonna be different. A lot of these guys are older. They may look a little bit different. They may act a little bit different. Who knows if you bring back the whole cast? Because if you bring back like different cast members it's gonna feel really weird too like it's not gonna feel like mm -hmm. the office anymore so <laughs> i don't know i'm good yeah i'm good though i'm i'm pretty good off of it as well i mean i've never been a huge huge office fan i know there's a lot of people who are like yes hitting yeah crazy right um but, i think ahead. it's cool i think it's like a cool show but i also think that the show is already right there um there's not really much i mean no i don't really think there's much you could really do with it that would really like that hasn't already been done before and also it's i don't even think it's like people want more people are afraid to try new things it's more so like companies are afraid to oh make yeah new things. No, I, I feel like I, there's some shows that came out that nobody expected to be bangers and people were all over the show things that, that haven't been done before Facts. like i think that's one thing that i do like about hbo max is that sometimes they take chances on things that like people weren't really expecting and then it kind of goes crazy and you're like oh snap this is pretty good like let's like let's keep going with this um and nostalgia sells unfortunately like no matter what you can make an office show this could be the worst written show of all time and it will still make more money than some of the best written shows just because yep. people are like oh jim is jim back there uh, <laughs> Yeah, I feel yeah, like I I'm, I'm reading a lot of this, man, and a lot of people aren't even really excited about it, man. Like, I mean, even people that are probably fans of The Office are probably just like, we're good. Like, we're good. Like, we had our time. It's time to just move on from it. And who knows if you could even do, like, the same jokes from back then, honestly. Um, who knows? Like, you can't. Oh, you for you damn can't, sure can't do any of it. Nah. Nah. So, like. And like I said, they're going to be a little bit older, a little bit out of their prime. I just don't see the uh, the excitement. Like, it's still a great show, but like when it seeing this remake, you kind of just get a little worried, man. You can't help it. So, yeah, um, man, I, pass, pass, big pass. Uh, but yeah, moving on to some actually more interesting uh, things here, some developments. So Marvel's been getting they shit cooked uh, internally uh, as they've been just revisiting their whole process for their TV shows and the production on that side. Um, a lot of criticism has been raining down from the top, and they've been complaining that you know there's, there's no central vision, there's not enough creative responsibility for the writers post production. You know, a lot of film executives instead of actual showrunners and show writers were you know calling the shots, and people were shooting entire seasons on the fly instead of doing like a, a, a pilot and. And doing it like an actual like kind of like show guide and then going from there it's been a lot of like loose on the go you know what i'm saying very unstructured type of things for the it seems like you know the most of the tv show rollout and now we've kind of hit this impasse where marvel's starting to put structure back into the process then writers and showrunners are going to construct the pilot and all the show bibles and the guides and stuff and give more rigor to that process um uh did uh, yeah, this is good, but damn, this kind of is an expose a little bit. Everybody's like, when ain't it? Um, 
I just want to say that they called me a madman. Mm. They said, hey, you gotta tap into this gentleman. I'm like, man, I don't really give a fuck. It doesn't look that impressive to me. Like, it looks like whatever. Now you're telling me that these people... And you know what it feels like? It feels like you. I didn't want to get on a... It feels like I didn't want to get on a roller coaster, right? I was like, I don't know. It doesn't feel safe. And everybody's like, nah, 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 bro. bro promise, I promise. It's a really fun ride. Like, nah, 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 nah. And then I found out the roller coaster wasn't safe. And I get to be like, oh, you see, I told you not to get on that shit. And I know people are going to be like, well, I didn't get hurt. That's not the point, bro. This is the problem. And I also want to point out the fact that I don't think Marvel decided to make this this change on their own. I don't think they were like, oh, no, let's this go is, back. This is 100% born of the strike. Exactly my point. Like these motherfuckers, they would have gotten like, kept getting away with this. They would have kept doing this for years if it wasn't for this strike. So uh, Marvel, you guys are quite sad. Uh, I If Mar if the Marvel franchise was a horse, man. It would literally be ground beef at this point. The way been <laughs> straight, straight glue, brother. Horse like, meat is crazy. That, but that's Taco what it would Bell. be because it's like every single like, oh, Wanda and the Vision, uh, uh, Captain Falcon and 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 the guy with the metal arm. Uh, what else can we do? Um, Raccoon Boy and the tree thing, whatever. Like that's what I feel like they're going. Like, how many more shows can we pump out of this? Like, come on, bro. Like, relax. Relax. Let's think of let's let's go to the drawing board. Let's think of some new shit. And they're like, nah, nah, nah. They get to reboot the office. We get to do a billion <laughs> shows of side characters. It's like, just bringing back like a whole bunch of stuff that's already been done that we just really could care less about. Exactly. Like, I'm sorry, but like the best show that I've seen that I was like, oh, this is kind of this is kind of cool was like Moon Knight. And Moon Knight yeah. was pretty cool, but Moon Knight was not Still. me getting Disney Plus to watch it. Yeah. I promise you, like, I was watching it with other people, and if I missed an episode that week, I would just watch a YouTube video. I'd be like, I'm not, I'm not gonna go and be like, yo, let me get the a login. Like, I wouldn't even ask you for the login. That's how little I was like impressed by it. It was cool. It's awesome. Like, if you're a fan of the comics, but for me, man, I figured you, you guys, there's no way you guys could put this much, these many shows out that fast the right way mm -hmm. you guys were definitely skipping steps and it shows yeah yeah i i agree and it's wild because i, I i'm gonna actually add in this story as well just to help you know what i'm saying tie things together uh as an add-on to all this marvel troubles uh disney plus just kind of pulled scorched earth on the writer's room and all the directors for daredevil born again and you know they were like hey this show was not painting out how we wanted it to like matt murdoch wasn't going to be in the suit until episode four all the like side characters that made the show interesting on netflix were gone all the foggies and and, and everybody like that was like disappeared like it was not looking good so they just wiped the slate clean and it just goes to show unless there was due diligence on the part of either the striker or whatever they would have gotten away with this. They would. They would have kept pushing these mediocre, these Nobody mediocre experiences, bro. It, it's it's wild. It's wild, bro. I, and I don't know where it hit me along the line, but I just stopped watching. I'm not gonna lie. Like it, I was trying to. I, I, I was. I'm. You know me. I'm an optimist. I'm an optimist. I'm gonna try and enjoy shows to the best of my ability. I'm gonna do what I can. I, I like. I like. I liked. I liked what I saw generally, but it just. I felt like the fatigue and the amount of them pushing it out. Nothing felt like it stuck. And it's the, that was outside of Loki. Nothing felt like it stuck, and that's the only thing I would say. Outside of Loki, nothing felt like it stuck for that long. Like I liked it in the moment, cool. But the more time passed, the more it was like, damn, I really forgot about that so quickly. Like, damn, it wasn't really anything. Oh. Like, 
I need to know the stats of how many people rewatched WandaVision. Bro. I need to know how many people went back and were like, yo, let me go, let me go get that another, another yeah. uh, playthrough. None of these shows got another spin for me. Not even Loki got another spin for me. Like, that's, then that's the funniest thing. So it's just funny how all this is crashing down post strike. And they're like, hey, we got to fix everything because this is not good. We've kind of laid in this bed of cheapness and laziness. And this is where it's gotten us. Let's try and get some structure back in. You know what I'm saying? Fix it. And the and the CEO of Disney has the gall to be like, hey, y'all are asking for too much money, man. We're mm-hmm. we're barely breaking even. Like, yo, you you're cutting out full careers out of the writers' room. Facts, bro. You you <laughs> let you let you let ex- executives go gung ho and film an entire season without one filming a pilot first to test it, and just like spending budgets of 150 million plus to get things done. Like, damn, no wonder I barely heard anything from Secret Invasion. I didn't even watch the show yet. And I don't care no. to right now. Like, which is the, crazy. The idea of executives making these kind of decisions is like the owner of a restaurant firing the head chef, yep. and then him telling the sous chef what he wants. And like that, that's that's what that was. Essentially, mm-hmm. is like you cut off your own leg. Exactly, and you're lucky some of these shows even turned out as good as they did because if it shows how talented some of these people were, because without a showrunner, like you don't understand how Facts. many things, like. How many things that these people do to make these shows quality? But hey, at least we got that Hawkeye show. Remember that one? I'm sure. I'm sure everybody has the box DVD set of that bad boy. You gotta make sure you have that on mm. physical. You can't lose that. Only reason I remember anything from that show is because of Linda Cardinelli. If you know, you know. Just gonna put my hands up in there. Be honest. I'm sorry. Nasty business. Hey, hey, listen. I'm a man of many virtues, and honesty is definitely one of them. So I'm just be real. I'm gonna put it up there. It's what it is. <laughs> Lucky. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I you, man. <laughs> oh shoot, man! All right, real quick, real quick. Um, over the past couple of weeks, though, Netflix definitely announced they had some brand new shows coming to their animated division, and they announced one uh, from the Capcom side. They have an Onimusha anime coming out on November second. That's going to be an adaptation of the game uh, of that series. They're going to have a Devil May Cry. Uh, anime series is coming as well. We didn't get too much detail. And they also had a Laura Croft uh, anime title. Of course, Tomb Raider Legend of Laura Croft got a little bit of a teaser and some animation show. But out of those three, what's standing out? How y'all feeling about it? When I'll go to you first. I need everything rated R. All of them. Mm. Uh, for, for various reasons, each one. Mm. But we're not going to dive into that. <laughs> y'all are both still. Hey, we'll what do you need mean? a cold shower afterwards. After what this do you five, mean? We'll take a cold shower. I have, I have no idea what you're talking yeah, about. Sick. So the pot gets an hour and a half deep, and y'all just get a little nasty. You're just no, like, oh, this, no, 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 this is what the people came here for. This, <laughs> get the, this is the no, this is the no cool down part of the podcast. I get it. Okay, hey, man, right. absolutely, man. This is provocative. This Ball is what out, man. people hey, want. I'm, I'm just the guest, bro. Go ahead. Go ahead. You <laughs> why it needs to be rated R? Go ahead. Listen. No, but in all serious, Devil May Cry looks uh, insane. If you've seen the Devil May Cry anime that was already made beforehand, you know how how dope that franchise is as an animated series i think that it could honestly go really really far i recently just watched uh like a four hour video of like the devil may cry lore because i was like really interested in it and i think that it has a lot of potential the only issue i kind of have is i'm a little iffy on the animation i'm not a huge fan of the way dante looks but i also 
I'm not an artist and I could probably really fall in love with it if I just give it a chance. So I'm going to go in there actually with some optimism, which is really insane for me. Wow. And I'm really excited for the Devil May Cry series. The Laura Croft series I'm kind of interested in because I've never really been too interested in playing the old games. I played a little bit of the first one that was like the reboot or whatever. Mm. And I, I do think that they're pretty good games. I just never really had super interest in playing them because I was like uncharted out by that point. Yeah. So I'm interested in watching the TV show and I think it's going to be dope. Onomusha is one that I will definitely give a spin to because I'm definitely not playing the game. I, I don't even want to look into how to get that. Oh, so I'm definitely watching. So I'll definitely watch the shows. But honestly, W Netflix, but then you you get the L of them putting the price up. Like that's what sucks Facts. about them, man. You'll do so much good. And you do some dumbass stuff like raising your prices like crazy, man. It made no sense, man. But yeah, Nick, any standouts from here? Um, I think that the um the Tomb Raider one and the um the Devil May Cry one are gonna be super dope. I I feel like um video game adaptations when it comes to the anime shows have done uh, really well. Um, what was the one the League of Legends ones, the arcade yes, one? Yes, arcade really uh, well. Crack that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that one was good. And then Cyber uh Cyber Edge Runners. Edge Runners was Oof. also one that got uh, yeah some real heat. Like just off of that, I'm getting a little hot. Um, so he's just feeling it now. Alone, I'm feeling that. Hey, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. There I get how we work here. I'm getting how we work here. But no, seriously, like, I think that the shows will be really good. I uh, I can't wait to see. Uh, but like you said, like, I'm going to have to find a way to get that uh, that Netflix popping over here to go ahead and watch. I definitely want to watch that Devil May Cry. I think that's going to be some uh, that's going to be some nice work. But I, I haven't even finished uh, the cyberpunk one. So I definitely want to go back and watch that. But overall, if they do it right, man, it's going to be uh Beautiful shows to watch. I'm watching them over The Office. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. I'm watching over anything that Marvel puts out. I'm telling you that. So that ass man, that ass man. Yeah, 100. I'm looking out for Laura Croft. Honestly, I wanted that. I want that one to be like action packed, rated R. Like I want to see how that animation kind of translates over to. I, I think that would be a dope. That would be a dope show. Hey, hey, buddy, 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 come I'm on. Not buddy, that was a hey, okay. <laughs> but no, I think that was dope. And all, all of these is dope. Again, Netflix has been ever since Arcane. I feel like they've been doubled down on anything like gaming adaptation. They're like, yo, let's let's rock it. Let's really let's really go for it now. And they've been hitting a good stride with it. So I can't wait to see what 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 these come about and how these turn out. So that's good. And speaking of video game adaptations, Cyberpunk. 2077 has gotten the green light to go live action and apparently they're pairing with anonymous content who's a big again production house production studio they've done the revenant they've done true detective they've done mr robot they got a veteran on the team as well who's uh again worked on a bunch of early seasons of the game of thrones series uh and you know they're set to tackle a brand new story in the cyberpunk 2077 universe uh I, listen this this i'm interested I'm interested. I don't know about y'all, but I'm interested, man. Speaking of speaking of Nick, how you feel? Uh, I, it's a star lineup. I think that's a star lineup. That's a that's a hell of a team to work with. Um, I've always liked the animated stuff a little bit better, but I I mean, I think if anybody can make it work, it could be Cyberpunk because I think the possibilities are endless. Uh, especially for how they'll get the game as when, and then plus the DLC, like getting a revive, like for the actual game in general. So. Um, I, I guess we're just gonna have to wait and see. But I think if anybody's gonna do it, it's gonna be them. But if they could overtop what they did with the animated stuff or kind of be on par, then Cyberpunk got a lot of good stuff going for them because the game is back now. The shows are coming, and it's they they could do a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff, man. Hundred, hundred. I'm not gonna lie. Like, who's 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 gonna play Johnny Silverhand? Just right. I'm, I'm gonna. Yeah, the question. thing is, the thing is too is like The Witcher. Um, The Witcher. It, it kind of. 
the show was very good, but once the the kind of lead of the show, he he didn't come back. Uh, Henry Cavill, no, he didn't. But that's because the showrunners are fucking idiots. They're stupid. But that's yeah. that's a that's a whole nother kettle of fish. Right, so it's like now it feels like they gotta kind of make this show right for mm-hmm. what it is because The Witcher is kind of like. Yeah, not but, buying in anymore. Yeah, and I feel like and that's different because the, the Witcher was a set of books beforehand. So it's like they, there's actually something that CD Projekt Red went off of. I feel like for this, there wasn't really as much of like you know they they, they crafted a lot of that as they as they built up the, you know universe over the you know however many years they've been working on this whole franchise like ten plus fifteen close to 15 years whatever so they have closed they're, they're probably play, they're gonna play close to the chest and to, from what we've seen again from what i what i've gotten in terms of what people have been saying about the phantom liberty dlc and like it's elba and stuff like they, that they've gotten real good indications from it what i've played the cyberpunk still so far from my experience it's a good it's good fucking story it's a really good fucking story so i feel oh, like yeah. it's easily translatable to live action if there's anything that we've seen so far this is definitely one of them that's really easily translatable honestly and it can it can do the job so yeah, I felt I felt about felt good about it, honestly. But when how about you? Nah, I think it's gonna be dope. I still have to watch the I still have to play the game and watch the show. But we know. We know. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. I, I took that's crazy. That game, <laughs> yeah, you did. That's okay. I, you got a you got a beast you got a beast PC now. Just run through it. No, 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 no. I'm gonna run through it when the whole thing and the DLC is sixty dollars. Then I'll think about running. That's crazy. Until really, then, I'm not he, giving them full price. He really trying to stand business. on business, bro. He's really trying to yes, stand sir. on business. Yes, sir. I do not care. <laughs> I want that game is... backlog, bro. We need to get to the backlog. I think yeah, I got three more Yakuza games, and then don't worry, I'll be through the backlog. But until these three Yakuza games are done, I'm. I'm working on the real gems. I'm working on the real fire. All right. I'm dead. I'm so dead. Don't fair point. He's standing out business. I can't. I can't. I can't be mad at it entirely. Oh man. But uh, speaking of some things that some people are mad at entirely. Uh, earlier today, we had a brand new reveal at New York Comic Con that uh, a new Dragon Ball series is coming, uh, entitled Dragon Ball Daima. It's going to be on the way in fall 2024. And it seems to be focused on the cast. You know, basically all of them are getting turned back to children. Uh, again, like kind of like GT style, and you know they're they're on a, again a quest again, fighting through some random adventures and hijinks and all that stuff like that. So, uh, when how'd you feel about what you saw from Dragon Ball Daima? Um, I think it's pretty dumb, but I'm definitely going to watch it because I'm a chill for Dragon Ball at this point. Uh, it looks interesting because, you know, we all knew how Goku grew up, but, like, we get to see baby Vegeta. I think it's going to be cute. I think it's going to be silly. So, I think it's, you know, W. I think it's going to be fine. Uh, people who are upset about it, bro, this franchise has been going on for so damn long. Watch a new anime. If you're upset about this, like, you just watch a new anime until this is over. I promise oh. you, they'll, they'll find something else. I literally hate people that get so upset over anime. Like, it, it drives me nuts, bro. Like, it's just a show. Like, there's, like, probably a million plus animes. You can just watch something else, bro. Like, I don't know why you're so pressed about it in general. Like, I mean, like, on it. Dragon Ball, like, Dragon Ball has been doing different stuff for a very long time. Like you said, they had the spinoff with GT that a lot of people might oh. hate. But, I mean, at the same time, like, they had Dragon Ball. They they had Dragon Ball Super that did really well. So, I mean, like, I'm cool. Like, I like seeing them as kids and just trying, like, trying out something different. You know what I'm saying? It's different. Like, and I think we just got to hey. we gotta see what happens. And, like, with Dragon Ball, the possibilities are just endless. Like, they've already had so many movies and so many shows. Like, it's just, like, it's only due time. They just try everything. And it could, it could be hot. It could be nice. I, yeah. I, I can see the vision. And I, I like the way the anim- the animation is for this. And, like, even just that trailer alone that I'm watching, it looks pretty cool. 
it, 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 can, it can also open up a lot of backstory and like kind of fill in like stuff that we may not know about the characters that we kind of want to know yeah no fair play fair play to the, to the people getting mad bro i ain't gonna lie y'all are annoying as shit Dragon Ball is going to do what Dragon Ball does. Just enjoy it or get out the way, in my opinion. And this is the thing for me. Seeing as, seeing as uh, I'm pretty sure it's like, they said it's the 40th anniversary in next year or sometime this year uh, of, of Dragon Ball as a series entirely, um, you know, as an anime and stuff. I I think, I actually, I think it's a manga, just an IP in general. I I even think it's just like that. I think, because I, I think it actually started in like the late 90s or shit. I don't know. Or actually, no, early 90s. Early 90s, late 80s or some bullshit like that. I can't even remember exactly. But anyways, this i'm going to watch and i want to have fun because out of the main you know series and all them stuff my favorite is dragon ball the og and i see kid goku i see a power pole and i'm like yo this looks fun this looks like again this looks like a lot of different homages and a lot of different translations back to the original dragon ball in one way or another and i think that's pretty cool and I think that's something I would be interested in, and that's something that I would personally like. Now, if you don't like that, that is your fault. So you got to go pick something else to watch. That's not me. But I think I think this is a cool little fun series. If you want to get mad at it, awesome. You know, do you do you over that way in the corner? But I I I'm I'm I'm, I'm actually pretty interested in this still. I, I, it might be a lighthearted, fun, cool thing. It might actually get back to some of the roots of the OG Dragon Ball that you know that I know. Again, it's like it's not as and it's still gonna probably have action in there up to the hilt of course but it's gonna have again a lot of that a lot of the soul of it a lot of like they you know the, the the comedy the hijinks and stuff like that that made the og dragon ball the og dragon ball and that's what that's kind of the lens i oh, view yeah. it from especially if they're kids dude there's gonna be a lot of like mischievous shit like yeah you know like what i mean and, and that's why it. and that's why i think like the direction that they're trending towards not just to make them kids but to literally kind of like create a bit of a uh, uh again that Edge, edge back towards that spirit of the OG Dragon Ball when they were younger and when they had, you know, like times were slightly simpler, at least in terms of the power scaling, yes. But, uh, you know, maybe they have like that spirit and that essence. It's more so of the Dragon Ball from, again, 40 years prior and that OG and kind of that celebration of where they came from. That's where I view it from. So I, I thought it was cool. True, true. Yeah, man. I don't know. If y'all hating, get off Dragon Ball dick, bro. That's all that's all I need to say. Uh but <laughs> moving on, we got the main story here. And honestly, I just wanted to uh, uh, just just bring this forward. Because in the time of consolidation, acquisition, all this stuff, this is pretty interesting. Um Disney, yes, the Mickey Mouse Corporation, the Mickey Mouse Mafia, whatever you want to call them. They have apparently Literally. been they have apparently been looking for a way back into the gaming space as a main, you know, competitor, you know, offering platform. It's some major fixture in the gaming space. And a lot of insiders have been hearing murmurs that they've been pushing, you know, uh, this, this this certain idea to get them back on the map and get them back in the gaming space in a big way to, to Bob Iger and all them all them folks over there. They want to potentially acquire EA and set themselves up as a major publisher on top of the you know the outsourcing and licensing work that they already do so they they want to kind of take the reins back and be you know a powerhouse in 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 you know in gaming so to speak and, and kind of get in that lane more when how do you feel about that um no i don't want <laughs> disney involved oh in video my games. god you're telling me that the company that basically has a monopoly on entertainment, you want them to be involved in video games? No, they're going to set up another monopoly. If they acquire EA, 
That actually yeah, probably wow. wouldn't be the worst thing if they stay in EA, but Disney isn't known to not buy shit after they already bought shit, right? It's not like Microsoft isn't doing the same thing right now, though. You're absolutely right. They are doing the same thing, and I don't like that either. I don't I want either of them. I, I don't like it. it at all. People I thought I was awful. dumb when I said the Activision stuff. Like, I mean, like, for the consumer, is cool, bro, but, like, we think a big business. We talk about this just the start. If they were yeah. able to buy all that, like, imagine, like, what they could do in the future. Like, that's yeah. just, like, an infinite pool of money, which is nasty and just, like, it's yeah. a tough look. No, for sure. And I, was, I was the same. I'm, I'm right there with you because I was saying the same things. Like, this is really dangerous because once you start buying everybody up, you get to control the price of the market. And if they decide, hey... Uh, if Microsoft buys everybody and they decide, hey, you know what? Games should be $100. They don't even got to do things differently like like Rockstar to make a game $100. They could just make a game $100 and guess what? Either you buy the game outright or you pay into their service and they could raise the price of that. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm not a big fan of, of Disney. Like, Disney acquiring EA, I would be happy for in the, for in the short term because EA, I feel like, doesn't really do much with their ips and their franchises i feel like they really kind of just like they've gotten complacent with their position and they know that their franchises are so strong that people will buy their games regardless even though they suck battlefield 2042 um and they can eventually maybe fix it or just not um what's that one game the one with the rockets rocket hero or whatever they had listen they could just pump out whatever they know yeah 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 they could just do whatever they want and they know that it's going to sell or move or whatever and that's the issue I have with EA. If Disney bought EA, I think it would be a way better company. But my biggest fear is Disney joining a a field and being like, you know what? We're not going to do an aggressive tactic of expanding our uh, our reach because Disney has so much money. It's not even funny. Like there's they are a huge company, so they could easily be like, you know what? We could just start buying up companies, and then it's going to be like the war of like three nations. It's like whatever Sony didn't acquire, Microsoft or Disney owns. And that's what I'm afraid of. It's like, I would like for Disney to fund some stuff, but if they become like aggressive, like, oh my God, it's going to be wraps for this. And then we're going to have to find a, yeah. another medium to enjoy. We're all going to go back to reading books. That's I crazy. Don't, I, don't, I don't know how to stream, man. Or not stream. I don't know how to uh, read. I'm not a read, bro. You don't know so. how to talk either. It's, uh, <laughs> it's we're late. doomed. All right. All right. Get your shots in. Get your shots in, bro. Oh man, but uh, this this is the thing that's getting me though. Um, when I think about Disney, again, there's the monopoly thing that comes out, but then there's also this 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 side of how much quality are you actually going to inject into the gaming space with your uh, quote unquote expertise or ambition in in gaming? How much are you really gonna do? And my guess is little to none. Honestly, little to none. This is it just feels like it just feels like, again, you're just going to take over the name and just let it be more of the same or probably restrict more of what's going on. Again, right now, Disney is in the most uh, like an equitable position for all of uh, us gamers. You license off the IPs that we want to use. We give you a fee and you shut the fuck up. That's all we need. That that that's that's literally the best ordeal for all of us to get the best again the best experiences and not be mired or, or bogged down by what Disney is trying to again uh, pro- propose. Keep licensing, keep the arms distance. You pay your fee, you let us do the work, you double check and say, hey, okay, it looks good because you don't know what y'all looking at, and we move on. You know what I mean? Like, 
I just think right now this is probably the best position because Star Wars again is Disney property, but it's Star Wars is thriving right now overall. Like, is is it not in, in gaming? I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, overall, the, the Star Wars Jedi, the Jedi Fallen Order series, been been going great. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least they had to turn around with the Battlefront stuff, but that kind of got shut down. But that's that's beside the point. You know what I'm saying? Like Outlaws, it looked like people were interested in it. Whether we, you know, said we were like prime primarily interested in it or not, overall, people are gonna buy those units. People are gonna buy that game because people are very interested in it. Like, that's doing good. Marvel stuff, anything Marvel licensed. Again, you got Insomniac Spider-Man coming out in like like a week, and that's gonna go crazy. You get the Wolverine thing that's gonna go crazy. Like, like you guys have a good system to where the people who are trusted to make these things happen, you're gonna put it in those hands and move on. I feel like if they do acquire EA, there's gonna be an onus for them to hoard more of their IP in one entity, and I don't think the infrastructure and capabilities of EA can handle all the IPs that they're willing to push out, and that's not sustainable in my opinion. Maybe they can still hold the model of where, you know, oh, they'll still license out even though they own a gaming publisher or whatever, but knowing Disney, they're probably going to want to try and conquer as much of the vertical as possible. You know, again, as much vertical and horizontal integration as possible. So they're going to try and be push out as much in-house, in my opinion, as they possibly can and not outsource that as much. And, and, and I guess that, that's my guess. Again, correct me if I'm wrong, please. But if they do that, I think there's less chance of IPs getting to the other side or getting to different companies who are more capable of handling those experiences and bringing out a better product at the end of the day. So Disney, stay where you are. Don't acquire nothing. Just keep licensing. Stay put. Mickey Mouse, stay put, please. And that's my two yeah. cents. I got I, I kind of agree to a uh, to a point like I know I was kind of like uh, messing with when a little bit uh, but I do I do feel like that like if anybody should buy EA it could be them because I feel like they could also just make EA a little bit better uh, like if we look at some of the successful titles that EA has put out they've been Disney related like with the Star Wars stuff you said the Jedi Survivor uh, I think they even had the Lego Star Wars stuff like that uh, so like I'm hoping that they they could put a little bit more money into that to kind of have better titles um but that's like the only thing i could really think about um but other than that yeah it's just like they could just keep doing what they're doing and be fine like they don't have they don't have to do it but if they did i feel like it could be like beneficial to both in a way because i feel like ea gets a bad rap for everything anyways mm -hmm. so maybe a little bit extra money or a little bit of support uh, is kind of something that they need to kind of revive everything that's going on. But we did talk earlier that I, I think you said that uh, EA is kind of doing great right now. Like I, I feel think like they're in a good position overall. Yeah, I do. Mm -hmm. I do. They're actually a resurgent. They're giving their single players time to cook. And you know, again, Apex is still they're they're on a they're on a groove. You know what I'm saying? They're doing their thing, which they're never really gonna go away fully. I'm not interested in it right now, but of course they are. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're still cooking. Battlefield's actually in a better spot than it was before. So they're generally on an upswing. They're generally on an upswing. There's some things I still want them to improve, but they are. And it makes sense why they're a viable target for Disney. But I just don't want Disney entering a space where they don't have the full picture of what they're going to do. And I feel like sometimes the ambition of Disney is is it's a little bit outside of the bounds of what's executable you know what i'm right. saying and that creates yeah, problems for creating the best possible experiences for us the gamers we got to keep mm -hmm. we got to keep things at bay and i feel like the situation now where they're just able to license things and get their fees or whatever it enables the most 
I guess, again, I keep using this word, but it's the most equitable spread of their IPs going to the right studios across the gaming industry, across all of gaming. And that allows you to, again, your your IP is enriched. The, 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 the game, who, the studio who's making the game is enriched. The gamers are enriched. And I think this is the best setup that we're at. This is the best point we can be. It could be a lot worse, and I don't want it to get worse. I agree. That's a, that's best way to put it, honestly. Yeah. Damn, man. I ain't gonna lie. I was, damn, damn, that was kind of a good point right there. Yeah, that was from the heart, son. That shit came from the solar plexus. Real shit, man. Real shit. I would say. Oh, when are you? Yeah, I'm about to say. We're, do gonna we... be, we're gonna be playing a bunch of like Disney Battle Royales. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. No. I'm man and goofy for sure. I'm so no, it's dead. Gonna be... Yeah, I like it's. It, I just. I can see them doing good, but honestly, there's and there's nothing you can really do about it. Like, what mm -hmm. are we gonna do? Just not we could just not buy the games, but they have so much money we could not buy. We could not pay into Disney right now, and they would still buy everything up. Fine. And, yeah, mm -hmm. like all we can do is hope for the best. I I really just don't want to see that this uh this culture of just buying. Like as soon as the yeah. Activision stuff happened, everybody immediately was like, PlayStation has to go buy Square Enix, or they have to buy. And it's like no, they don't. Like this isn't like what we want like this, this doesn't turn into a buying fest you know what i'm saying like i'd rather yeah. just like people focus on their individual things and they make their individual things better uh because we kind of just talked about with like marvel like disney owns that right and all oh, the problems yeah. that they're having with that mm -hmm. yeah man it's just Disney, sit your ass down. Don't do too much, bro. Come on, relax, relax. That's <laughs> Don't really do it. too much. That's really all it is, I man. Like that. That's a, that's a good term. Don't yeah. be doing too much. Mm -hmm. Honestly, but yeah. With that being said, that's that's all we got on the notes for today. Um, yeah. Anything that we might have missed? Any stories that we you know didn't catch uh, from the from the week? Uh, the only thing that I'm kind of hyped for is. Um earth defense force is getting a sixth game in the franchise really? pretty hype about that yeah 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 fighting giant ants and giant spiders oh, uh, shit. i'm playing that day one yeah. uh spring 2024 but other than that no not really i'm we dead talk about madden <laughs> no we don't think we don't let's let's not talk about, about let's not talk about madden let's let's turn that off i don't think many people want to talk about Most madden right your promo question mark oh my gosh <laughs> if you don't get that <laughs> I'm so dead. I'm so dead. But yeah, nah, that's all the notes we got, man. But let's let's bring it home. Let's close it out. Uh, let's let's start with you know what I'm saying the the guest of honor. You know what I'm saying the man who finally graced us. You know what I'm saying, Mr. Ohio man forever, Nick Tanner. Please yes, give us your closing sir. notes. Hey man, first off, I want to say thank you again for having me on the show. Thank you everybody who listened to the No Cooldown podcast, like uh, Trip and Wed said earlier, man. Make sure you guys subscribe, like, comment, rate five stars, everything you got to do Dang. on the podcast because uh, this is a great source for gaming news and uh, nerd culture news, man. Yeah. I appreciate being around. Uh, Good man trip and uh hater when uh, i've really i've really been wanting to be on the pod for a very very long time man i love these guys to death man so it's uh it was only a matter of time before we got on uh but uh for me personally guys if you guys want to check out any more of nick tana like i said i do critique video games and do video game essays so if that's something that intrigues you make sure you guys check out the youtube at you love nick tana is pretty much all my socials so yes, i tweet sir. about video games yes, i stream sir. Uh, on Twitch, so if you guys want to see the lies of P and uh, see what when is missing, you can check that at mm. twitch.tv slash you love Nick Tana. Um, but 
other than that, man, um, it's been a great podcast. Thanks for having me on. Thank you, man. Absolute legend, man. Absolute legend. The Phoenix Mutual, we finally, finally, finally got this man on the pod. I'm just glad we finally ticked off this damn, you know what I'm saying, the box. It's been literally sitting up in, in the rafters for so long. I'm finally, finally going to be able to just, like, again, get it in. You know what I'm saying? It feels good, man. It feels like a, a, a weight's been lifted off <laughs> our shoulders. You know what I'm like saying? It's been, uh, it's, been, it's been due, man. It's been, it's been overdue for sure. 100% won't be the last time neither, man. So, listen, oh. we appreciate it, gang. We appreciate it, honestly. I'll be back for the Madden episode, though. Oh, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Don't count on the mad episode. We'll do something else. <laughs> Yo, Wayne, give us your closing dose, Brody. Um, drink water, uh, mm. play good games, not bad ones. Uh, enjoy life. Also, make sure to follow Nick. He's a pretty funny guy. Uh, pretty okay at United. I definitely have to do a lot of experience, but, uh, hey, he has hey, a good I'm heart. I'm a pretty okay decidui, man. Don't let him, don't, don't play the audience, man. The That's decidui a, plays are nasty. The jury is still out on that one, but you know, we're, well, we're, we're going to give him the benefit of the doubt because he's Man, when you team up with Ace, man, it's like you got to carry him and then Wen's over there being too aggressive, bro. Like it's hard for me to cook, man. Like the whole, the whole staff needs to get in, in line before we, we blame the decidui here. All right. I'm so dead. I've seen you. I've seen you move around with that chameleon, man. We could. You're a little rusty on the joysticks, bro. Let's uh, after this. After this, man, I'm gonna need a little session, a little standy session. Wild, wild, oh man. My God. Oh my goodness, up there. My closing notes is: if there's anything else that you don't take from the podcast, make sure you take this. Whatever you do in your life, make sure you stand on business. All right, make sure you stand on business. That's all, I got. That's all I got to say, man. You already heard it. Rate, rate it five stars everywhere. Do what y'all got to do. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. We back on the damn grind. We back on the damn groove, the rhythm, all that, whatever you want to call it. We here. Uh, yeah. And with that being said, this has been episode 77 of No Cool Down Podcast. And we are out of there. Later.